Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens one on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 374.5 from Wormhole. Hopefully you guys have had a nice night. You guys are coming from the last episode. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, Jason and I still back in the chat. Hell yeah, I gotta bring up my chat. Excuse me when I stare off into the other direction for a second when I get my chat back up. There we go. Back up and around. There we go. Top chat going. Ah, thank you, Jason. I am switched to live chat. Check. Four, six watching. Who's the other five? I see Jason. Come on now, join in. Join in. Let's get this. Uh, what else we got here? Might as well get some music or something going. What's going on? Same shit, just back at the lab now. That's nice. Hopefully we get a few of us rolling in here. Now we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> so you got well, you're in the lab now. Can we see one of those slabs? Shit. And they're not they're not pretty. They're they're not pretty. They're this the best of a bad situation. Like, see, like I said, we don't turn material down. We'll we'll process anything. Results may vary. Well, if somebody brings you shit, they can't expect a miracle, so I wouldn't think. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be fucking surprised. Like, listen, I understand you just watch some YouTube videos. And you think this 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 hash rods it looks really fucking cool, which it does, it does. The stuff that the YouTube video does. What you want to come out of this, you know, dried out old stale weed is not gonna be what's on that YouTube video. Um man, when we did our very first event, and back we had the before the rosin shop, like there were people that come up and then we'd press their stuff and like nothing would come out. And I'd feel so bad. So I'd take some of my weed and press it for them. They just the, the, the look of disappointment on their face is just like oh. here's a couple of those little joints. Fatties. There's some fatties, man. Yeah, it was it was because the, the, the pre-roll market, like I said, is, is booming out here. Well the infused uh, market is too, like they're they're spending some money on some crappy like infused thing like wannabe canagars. I'm like, God, I can do better than that. It's just a matter of like getting enough samples out for people to be willing to buy it. And it's just like it's marketing. It's all it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what gets me though. Some standards over there. We shall see, but you know, a bee can never convince a fly that honey is better than shit. 
that's, that's pretty rock. I mean, it's not very big, but it's a uh, one of the uh, what's it? One of the dispensary owners there, they wanted some chunkers. I'm like, I, I'm not making those for for that price. Well, we came to it in a price of a hundred dollars for a one gram rock. So I was like, I can do that. That that done. He was, I was like, man, you're not going to be able to sell it. He goes, I don't want to sell it. He goes, I want it to stunt. I was like, you want it to stunt? Okay, consider it done. I'm making you a rock just for that. You know, I, I definitely related to you back in the last episode when you talked about, uh, you know, walking away with your material. I, I have done that several times with oh, yeah. my bubble. You know, I, I definitely appreciate it. you put a lot into it, man. I definitely thought every time that I've been lowballed like that, I'm the same thing. I fucking go home. I don't care. I'll smoke. I'll put this on myself. I'll smoke it forever. I don't care. I've told I you, it's like, I'll, I'll let it grow mold before I sell it at that price. Just like, yeah, fuck that. There's a jar that I'm working on. Aldrich 25 says, do you raise the humidity to press flour or hash? Yes, uh, for flour we do. The relative humidity, like those Bovita packs. I'm not a big fan of Bovita packs. I don't know if you can see that. Now. But the, because uh, they, they actually will pull terps. Um, the the smell out of the uh, the plant. And, um, but the uh, wet paper towel with some RO water um, works really good too. And we'll just take a uh, um, a paper towel and get it wet with the RO water, and throw the paper towel in the microwave, and that'll warm it up. And then we'll throw that uh, that then paper towel into the bag. I mean, it's not drenched or dripping with water off of it. It just then produces humidity that'll get the bag, you know, rehydrated uh, for pressing. Because when you're doing flour rosin, it's it's the, you're using the steam uh, in a sense is is my understanding is how it, it helps move it out because I've, I've taken some stuff that was just really good caked bud, but it was dry and it didn't, nothing came out. That's one thing I've always been a little confused on, on the pressing end of it. It, it, it just seems to me more common sense that when you take a press flower, you would be getting more of the oils and you know the good stuff from straight from the flower. It seems like you, you know, through the process of washing it and then turning it into rosin, seems like there would be more good stuff lost, you know, to the so, water. Yes, uh, I feel that it, like even in the instance from just rosin compared to uh, the hydrocarbon, whereas you know one were mechanically uh, pulling the, the stuff away from the plant, the oil. And the other one, we're chemically stripping it off. Um, I feel the rosin will actually uh, has more of the, you know, uh, medicinal uh, characteristics. Um, that that that, um, and I hate to use the term the cure all, but it gives it those cure all like properties. Whereas uh, I feel like a hydrocarbon is more like um, a sedative in a sense, like uh, you know. Uh, I don't want to say extreme measures, and that's the only reason that we need uh, extract. But like, you know, uh, so, uh, serious pain, um, you know, things like that. Like an alternative to opiate use, you know, which I'm not looking down at opiate use to each their own. 
I mean, what you do in your free time is none of my damn business. <laughs> For me, I don't know. It seems like just like the the hydrocarbon side of things are like a quick, more intensive high to where yes. the water extraction is more of a, a full ride. More, you know, kind yeah, of I can see, you know, full body. Like a like mainlining. Like the I think of the uh, like the absolute distance, like it's like it's like mainlining. That's the closest you can get to, you know, shooting it up is doing a dab. Like, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that seems right. I would be. I would be, but yeah. Especially it's if your nails that, at like 800 or something or higher, that's definitely mainlining. Yeah, I can't dab. I can't dab like that for too long either. It just seems to uh, gives me anxiety throughout the day. <laughs> just dab, 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 dab. I gotta have the flower in the face. Flowers gotta be, flowers gotta be in there somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I nothing beats a good joint. I don't mind. Uh, I actually love uh, my. I smoke shitloads of bubble, shitloads of bubble. I prefer it in uh, a nice joint laced with some good bubble. Is ideal. My my ideal sesh. To be honest with you. Yeah, the infused joints, I think it's real funny when they, they put that stuff on the outside. And I, I've said the same thing for years. It's just you get after you say something for so long and then, then you have so many people that are like, oh, yeah, no, no. And they're like they're dead set on it. Like. I was like, okay, well, I mean, you, you can only tell somebody you're wrong so many times. But hey, if they say they feel like they get higher smoking it, by all means, let them smoke it. They're going to pay me how much more on it? $4 or $10 versus four? Sold. No, I've not been that far north. Um, no, they have not been that far north. Um, went to Iowa one time, briefly. Didn't leave anything there. Actually, it may be coming down to, supposed to be coming down to Oklahoma in August. Oh, yeah? For, uh, the Bets, there's a Bets Cup going on down there. Uh, the Bud's Cup? Is that kind of like a grower's cup? No, the Bets Cup. Uh, they call it. It's a veterans cup. Oh, vets cup, vets cup. Okay, I get my brother in on it. My both my brothers are uh, uh, re retired, or one's retired, the other one's disabled. They're both disabled. They're 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 disabled because they're my little brothers, but uh, retired military. There we go. I'm the one that yeah, ran out to Colorado to grow weed. Yes. I don't, I wouldn't mind myself. I've always been living the dream of cannabis. So. But uh, that'd be my first experience down in Oklahoma. I'm kind of looking forward to it. August uh, is not the time to be there. No, August is not the time to be here. 
No, no, sir. Uh, humid, humid. Have you ever felt your sack sticking to your leg? <laughs> August and sweet. July. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a fun thing. Welcome, Johnny. Can you see? How you doing? I'm uh just getting it so I can see you guys. <coughs> Sorry about that. Quite all right. Up Twitch, enjoyed that. It was a good, uh, a good meeting of you. Glad to well, see you, you jump right into the wormhole. Awesome. So you know what I heard? I What's heard that? that those uh, those aliens that have been uh, flying around our ships and and buzzing our our the blue ones airplanes and stuff. Yeah, those those they're saying that those might be drones from China. Oh, there ain't no way on God's green earth. Like, are you talking about like, there's the instance they had the pilot that was flying at Mach 1. And he right. said this orb came up out of, out of, you know, nowhere. He's cruising at Mach 1 and, you know, it's keeping up with him. And then it decides to circle his craft while doing Mach 1 and then, you know, peels off. I, I, China does not have anything that, that sophisticated. I would like to think that they don't, which I, I'm an idiot American. God only, we're a greatest country ever. Ooh. Well, you remember when the uh, uh, the Olympics were going on? You remember the drone show that they put on? Uh, the 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 like yeah, the crazy choreographed one, wasn't it like green or something of that nature? Yeah, it had all the lights, and they were all doing their own little thing, and and yeah, that's a complete different kind of a program. Something that we don't even have. But the ability to travel to at Mach one that many units. Yeah, I know. That's that's uh, well, we have, yeah. Be surprised at what um, these uh, because th there was a uh, there's reports. I mean, I don't think it's China drones. I think it's uh, other off-worldly uh, beings, um, or maybe they're from this world. Because there's been reports of like blue orbs being able to like go into the water. Like they hit like before they hit the water, it like yep. opens up and they're just boom. It's like oh, yep, okay, it's like there's. It's like there's a field in front of them that they can manipulate whatever is in front of them to go through it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the buckaroo bonsai kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> them damn Chinese, they are resourceful. Yes, they are. And, you know, who knows whether uh, they found a vehicle off this point. Oh, yeah. We can't be the only ones to think that we, we are the only ones that have recovered off-worldly vehicles. Exactly. I mean, you, I mean, hey, it is 2021. Well, heck, they had a, they had a, a, some sort of a craft back in, in the 50s or 60s, something like that, that was actually able to hover, and it was magnetic kind of field type shit. Is it the ones that like the spun on the axis or whatever? I'm not exactly sure about that. They, uh, I, I heard my, something my, about that. 
That's crazy. My grandfather was telling me something, and he used to he's he used to be a spook. He was he did forty one years for the government, um, and we can only find very little of it. He apparently did stuff with Mac V Sog, but he was telling us he's like, oh yeah, they know how to make spaceships fly. He's like, take a stick. He goes, take a weight. If you spit it on that stick, he goes, you can pick it up. He goes, yeah, it's easy. I'm like, he just you know nonchalantly tells you this information. Well, you know, back in those days, that was a long time ago. And knowledge has increased infinitely since then, you know? Oh, yeah, so especially with the uh, expansion with the computers. Something that, yeah, it's pretty darn incredible, you know? They're talking about uh, vehicles going 21,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Oh fuck! I mean, the space. I, I, I believe in it. I believe there's something else out there, for sure. To think that there, you know, we're the, the the brightest thing out there. We're top notch, top dog out the universe. It's just that's a little xenophobic. It's oh, a no. little xenophobic there, right? <laughs> right. Like, we we're, right. we're it. We're the shit. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, to, I mean, and if you want to go the religious route, to think that God made one rock with intelligent life on it, and everything out there He didn't, you got to be pretty. You got to be pretty special. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think well, there's other stuff out there. When you when you go through the Bible, there's plenty of things in the Bible that talks about vehicles going out of this world out of lifted up so they can actually see the planet you know what they I mean? also talk about a geriatric man gathering up two of every animal putting them on an ark and being cool for like what 40 some odd days i'm just saying i mean uh, to each their own <laughs> oh. no i'm not i'm not dogging i'm not dogging i was i was uh, raised christian i just you know it's just funny you know good material so if there's if there's something out there, how come it, we only see it intermittently? You because know, it knows we're a parasite. It knows that we're a parasitic cancer that is just not good. Like, oh yeah, no, like why haven't we gone to space since the sixties and seventies? Because they were like, hey guys, no, no, your your perimeter is the moon. Right. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Get the fuck back well, over think, there. <laughs> the moon's hollow. They hit it with the spaceship and it rung for six hours or more. So do you think it's an artificial satellite, Johnny? I, I believe it is. How do you explain that? The, the moon rings like a what? bell for over six hours when they slammed the spaceship into it just to see what would happen. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't think it's an artificial satellite because I mean they've got text going back as far as the 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 the, the Greeks and, and and whatnot, like way back that that date to be. Granted, this is also coming from the same people that told me nine eleven was an inside job at school. So, 
Right. Never mind. Never mind. Ancient texts that say there wasn't a moon, too, though. Well, there is. Do you think it's at least, (laughs) if it's hollow, it would have to be at least like heavy on one side, maybe, that, you know, our gravitational pull sucks that one heavy side. That's why it doesn't spin. You know, it's just like a space tip. I mean, it's just like a satellite. It's just like a satellite. How do we know know that it well, controls would... the tides? Well, how do we know that the moon controls the tides? Don't know that for a fact. I don't think some asshole in a classroom told me told me it did. Right. See, it's real hard because I've got two kids that are like you know eleven and twelve, and um, and like. When they go through school and I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. Never mind. Never mind. What's going to get you an A on the test? All right, listen to that that asshole. Don't listen to dad. Yeah, but make sure they got their grounding. Make sure they know. Because they are steering kids in different directions in the school. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, my, uh, my, uh, they called me, what was it? They called me a, 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 a kin of male Karen because I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not wearing my mask. I have a medical condition, not, not wearing my mask. They're like, just put your mask on, Dad. You got to save people. I'm like, oh, God, the brainwashing has started. That's what I'm saying. They're working on the kids in school. Oh, I think they you were know? working on the, them for they, the people that have this, this thing. Time. The people that have this, this, this whole, you know, the, the, the top you know elite or whatever that us normal people we see at the most like a 50-year plan a five-year plan 10-year plan more realistically they're looking at like a 200-year plan like that's um they're like planning shit for like you know generations like i don't know that's now, that's who, some who are you talking about there the ones that you know made you know the control everything my opinion, the the top, uh, you know, one percent of the one percent, the Rothschilds, the the Rodhams, you know, the, uh, well, the Chinese those people, a, right? I understand. So you, the Chinese, they have a thousand year plan. The Chinese. Oh yeah, that's because that's because they're they're like all oh, around. I we get you in long run. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, they just yeah. bought Walmart for God's we, sake. We, we get you big time. What's that? I so said they, they just bought Walmart just for bought God's Walmart? sakes. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese government bought damn, Walmart. Not like some I like shop someplace else. Not not some Chinese like you know uh, philanthropists because they don't have those in communist China. Um, but the Chinese government bought bought you know Walmart. It's like wait, damn really? And the Waltons were like done. That makes me, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes me wonder. Uh, how they can even come into our country and purchase because a, the politicians let them. I mean, mm-hmm. we look at the, the 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 current standing president. That man has been been in Congress for probably forty older than years. I'll say probably older than you two gentlemen. I mean, no offense, no, not saying. But he's been in there forty eight. So he's got a line. He's got a line that he rattled off one time. It was, I think, in the 80s or whatever. The man, actually, you know, I, I probably shouldn't say after what happened to David Granny, but uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm I am quoting the president, so I'll, I'll, I'll I dare dare I do it. You know, he says, "I don't need some hot shot nigger mayor in my Congress telling me how to." And you know, he rattled off some shit like that. 
But this is the president that said this in Congress to a, you know, a, a colored fellow who was. Yeah, he's one, the ra- he's one of the most racist. Oh. Yeah, he's one of the most racist people. I've seen. And, and I love his his little speech, his little rants on us uh, segregation. He goes, it's racist for 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 you to say that for your your son to get or your child to get a a uh, your your uh, african-american child to get a, a proper education needs to sit next to my blonde hair blue-eyed white boy i was like our blonde hair blue-eyed child i was like wow wow they overlooked this we talked about trump grabbing her by the pussy but we're gonna overlook this one huh uh yeah yeah he's, hey. he's, a, he's a good one that guy yeah we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get off that subject i don't want to you know ruffle any feathers or anything you know i don't want to be cancel cultured like david granny <laughs> that was some bullshit yeah big time yeah, he's a favorite gentleman oh wow like have you seen the way he like smells kids <laughs> it's like it's like wow really guys okay because we're gonna this is i guess this is what we're doing yeah. for four years I call him uh, yeah, joke, rather celiac Biden. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just me. A little surprised that he made it. Uh, he, oh. Well, he did. Yeah, no, it was a sham. But we all know, yeah, yeah there's no, did. yeah. I, I'm sorry, I should have brought it up. Yes. They canceled Dab Granny. She's actually made a comeback from what I've seen because, like, she was like, "Yeah, she like everybody was like, oh no, shame on you! You can't say that." It's like, wait, wait, you know, uh, you know, I, nigger. Oh shit, I said it. Like, oh my god, it's not like a physical anomaly. It's not like you can say it. Oh, like I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't saying it. But like, so she was saying it, and people people took it out of context. You know the people that got pissed off about it? A bunch of white people. A bunch of white people. A bunch of real racist black people. But a bunch of white people got really bent out of shape for something that doesn't pertain to them. Which really cracks me up. Those are cats. Like, damn. Those are snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because of them, I'm not going to lie, you know, I don't trust very many white people. Because every time I've gotten fucked over, it's been by some dude named Tom or Jerry. I don't, I don't trust them. Fucking, I don't like that cartoon. I don't fuck with the pussies or rats. Tom or Jerry. It's always a fucking Tom or Jerry. That's too funny. <laughs> Those are some characters back in the day. Tom and Jerry were. Man, no. Uh, Yosemite oh, Sam and Froghorn Leghorn. Froghorn yep. Leghorn was my favorite. And they took my that motherfucker off. Yeah. I'm like... I- I love that little chicken hawk, man. He was always trying to eat that big. Hell yeah. He's a chicken. <laughs> I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> I say, boy. I say, I say, boy. Yeah, I ain't no chicken. <laughs> now, there. There's oh, a chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was oh. plastic stuff. I had a, a, a tom-tom that I actually had uh, Yosemite Sam programmed into it. So he's uh-huh. yelling at me while I was driving down the road. My dad had he, Homer Simpson. Tell me if I took the wrong, if I took the wrong turn, he'd say, wow, "You're going the wrong way. Don't make me comb you. Don't make me make you comb my mustache." He says, <laughs> <laughs> "That's awesome." 
Yeah, he was sitting there giving me shit while I was driving down the road. I liked it. <laughs> I had to make wrong turns just to hear him yell at me. <laughs> oh. Took me back to the days of Saturday morning. Oh, you mean back when pounds were $4,000 a piece? I'm sorry, back when what? Pounds were $4,000 a piece? The good old days? What? Oh, oh, never mind. Sorry. I wasn't smoking at that time when I was watching those. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what everybody does. They get stoned and go watch cartoons with a bowl of cereal. Oh, no. I watched the original cartoon. <laughs> well, I did, too. I just had to go to this That's... special channel called Boomerang. No, I, I, mean, I didn't the watch original... them. Oh, so no, like I watched Saturday morning when there yes. was no other cartoon, nothing except Saturday morning cartoons. See, yeah. I was, um, and that was a time that I was a remote control and an antenna. And an antenna. Oh. See, yeah, I, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I would have to adjust the television for my mother. That was before we had color TV. Yeah. No Vizios, huh? No, nothing like that. No, we had Magnavox. Oh, and, Magnavox. uh, yeah. The channels oh, that go wow, click, man. click, click, click. Right? Resistor oh, yeah. radio. Yeah, that was back in the I day. To, I, yeah, I hate to throw myself under the bus with Johnny there, but yeah. I actually oh. lived out in the country and when cable came, first thing came, first kind of cable that came around there, Twitch, is fucking a uh, thing they called on. A service they called on. <laughs> Right. It was <laughs> it only few people had it. It was run to only a few houses. And it was the people like that this had money. box you set on top well, of that's your TV. Just how it works. You still had to turn your channel to fucking three and every mm, night yep. at eight o'clock, because only eight o'clock they only had programming for so many hours. You'd flip the switch and on came on and whatever fucking was on was whatever was fucking on. Wasn't that a push so that was... unit on top of the television that you would push to go yeah. to for a channel? Huh. No, well, it wasn't even that sophisticated. It was just one channel. It was just that on. It was the only just three. One channel. Just one. Just one. It was its own channel. It took this big old fucking box. To fucking run the thing, <laughs> and now, now we're holding handheld things that have, you know, ten times the processing right? power, or way beyond ten times. But yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's that's what makes me think again. There's something else out there. Is these like Johnny pointed out, huge leaps in technology. How the fuck do we go for like two hundred years? Using rocks and fucking that's because because it's it's not a linear change, it's not a linear change. It's going to be an exponential one. So you know the 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 graphs in school, you know. So when where the the graph goes along, you know, and then it starts to raise up. But which part on the curve are we? Are we right here? Are we right here? Or you know, where on that linear curve are we? uh, As far as you know, the 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 advancements in technology, like yeah, that's. Um, that's why, like, yeah, it's 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 scary. It's not cool. I don't like it. I mean, shit. You know how the Amish can be stuck at 1886? They they can be like, all right, no, we're stopping here with our technology. Can we stop at 99? Nokia brick phones, two-way pagers, 99. Just there. 
We got instant messenger. That's it. That would have been I good. Know. I mean, I don't know. I like fuck Facebook. <laughs> Shit, a few more years, little big a few brother. More years. You'll have fucking just you'll be thinking shit to people. Just <laughs> what do you mean? I, off with I, I I I eat enough LSD and I do that already. I don't know. I like Facebook. What's up, Paul? What's up, brother? Four years. What's up, guys? Fucking just you'll be thinking shit to people. How you doing tonight, man? I, yeah, gotta turn that back speaker off there. There you go. <laughs> it had that extra feedback. I was watching on TV. Yeah. What's up, Eagle? How much, man? Glad to see you back, man. What's up, Johnny? Plant a seed. Can a seed. <laughs> yes. What's up, brother? What's up? How you guys doing? Good. Getting into some extracurricular theory here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, we're not talking theories. These are all facts. These are all facts, yes. Yes. You know, I I totally understand the exponentially compounding because it's, it's to me, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like waves. It just keeps coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it's crazy. Uh, it's just, it's scary fast. Like I handed my kids a, a Game Boy, um, you know, a Game Boy Color. You know, you got the little A, B and the, the direction, start, select. And uh, he took his hand and started swiping on the screen. He goes, Dad, it's broken. He goes, it doesn't work. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, son that's not a give me back my pokemon game you can't play that (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny i see people doing that all the time they'll walk up to something and they'll just start swiping their hand across it like it's gonna actually make i swear i bet i bet for the people looking uh, you know inward uh, at our lovely civilization we, we look like a bunch of retards Walk around with their hands up to our heads and shit, just like, and then we do some or weird stuff talk to people. Talking to nobody because we got in here. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. God, <laughs> you remember when Bluetooth headsets first came out? Like, everybody had that same one, that same, like, little clip thing that was just complete garbage. And yeah, people like, I don't, I don't even like talking on the like phone around other people just because, like, I'm having a conversation. Yeah. Nobody else needs to be involved in my conversation. Yeah. What I discuss with my doctor and my rashes are none of everybody else's business. So, you know, right? Geez. Walking down the aisle in the in the uh, grocery, <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking thing going on. So it's not contagious. Okay, all right, I gotta call my boo. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's hilarious. When that stuff first started coming out, when they were talking, walking along. I thought somebody was talking to me and I'd get right into the conversation with them. Next thing I know, I'd realize, oh, shit. All right, you're not talking to me at all. 
because they were looking, no, you, you know, <laughs> my direction and, you know. Making eye contact with you, like. Right. You know, I always like to include myself in the conversation since they're nice I, I, to include me in it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I seriously I turn around it, and be like, "Yeah." I might have a, uh-huh. I might have a problem with that. If if you're like, if we're in the car and you're gonna take a call and you're on speaker with the person, guess what? I'm in that conversation too. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And, and my okay. and my contributions might be damning to your your the argument you might be trying to make. Just just saying. <laughs> Yeah, those little gaps that you're feeling, it just might not be the gaps that he wants. To yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We we went and did that last night. What do you mean you got to go do that tonight? Like, you can talk to her tonight. You're not working. You're good. <laughs> I got one of my one of my guys has been staying. He's actually been out here with me for the past, I think, four or five months now uh, out here in Oklahoma. He's come down from New York to give me a hand. He's been a lifesaver. Fuck yeah. Good to have friends like that. Yeah, yeah. What you smoking on, Paul? Smoking on some lemon bubble. Lemon bubble. Oh, lemon bubble. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. All right. So is that is that flower? Flower? Yep, flower. Okay. Did you grow it? Oh yeah. Right on. I like I love homegrown now, man. I used to hate homegrown when I was a kid. Man, I hate shop weed. What's that? Dispensary weed? Yeah. <laughs> it's shocking, right? I would I would like I had my red card when I first came to Colorado, like in 2013. And I only had a red card for one year because it was like, oh no, yeah, no, I don't why did I want this? This is dumb. I'm just going to keep smoking my shit. This is so stupid. I was really impressed that anyone that has a medical license could come into Oklahoma and just get a, a medical no. cannabis medical yep. license. You don't even have to have a uh, you don't have to have a medical license from another state. You could just come from another state and say you want a medical license and they'll give it to you without like having residence or anything. That's great. Without no re- yep. And so that actually opens it up to where we can now process for anybody. That's going to uh, create so I'm, much opportunity for you. I, I hope so. I just I hope they leave it open long enough to be able to uh, reap the benefits of it. I mean, you know, with with uh, legalization, that comes legislation, and um, they definitely really like using legislation. Like every three months, it's a new law. It's like okay, we got this new set of rules, guys. Got to follow it. Like I, every single farm I've dealt with does it all differently every everybody out here does it differently and it it cracks me up it can be real frustrating because there's one farm going out hendrix a lot of like a lot of weight just sitting there because the individual is like no it's got to be tested and before it can even leave the property well it may say that but i've not found a single farm in the state that is doing that like i feel bring me material all the time and it does not have any test results for it and it's on the books we're like okay well I mean, I really, my brother is, is, is my business partner and he's the one that has the business degree and he helps keep me legal because I can't keep up with all that shit. So yeah, it's, 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 that's it's interesting. Having it, your brother. Oh yeah. That's cause he's you know, like, he's the only person I trust. I mean, I, 
I don't play well with others. Um, he's not going to fuck me. So every you other don't business share partner. Toys I, well? <laughs> no, I, I'm the older brother. So like <laughs> they shared their toys. Great. Right? Yeah, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> in, fact, in fact, my youngest brother has a story of me somehow. I, you know, I don't recall this happening. I, I don't know how I got the Charizard card. I assumed I found it or whatever in a booster pack. But apparently, I had strong arm for it, and um, I was like, well, "My bad, dude. I mean, if you really want that Charizard card back, it's it's in mom and dad's attic. Like, you could have them all." But yeah, apparently, he was a. Uh, that was some trauma. He's still hanging on to that one, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, so much so that, like, we're in our 30s now, and I gave him the card back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but, I mean, I got some pretty cool little brothers. I mean, they wouldn't be nearly as cool if I wasn't their older brother. But, you know, it turned out all right. Well, my bigger brother, I I got a little brother experience that I can explain. He was my bigger brother 15 months older and uh one day i said something to him and it and it wasn't anything big right it was just little stuff (laughs) a few days later he's got his best friend over and he he had to show off in front of his best friend so he said remember when you remember when you said that and i said uh yeah and so he started beating me up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Just, Apparently, you know, just so he could show his, his uh, friend that, you know, he was. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's My like, brother. you know, I can beat up my little brothers. Nobody else can, but I can thump the hell out of them. Yeah, my my brother was a, a Golden Gloves boxer, so he didn't have any problem beating the hell out of him, you know. You know, I, I was bigger than them at the time. I mean, now... One of my brothers, uh, the middle one, he did the uh, hand-to-hand com- uh, combatives. He's a level three combatives. Um, did the hand-to-hand for his platoon or whatever over in drum. And uh, he's he's like an animal. He's he's like, you know, he could wad you up like a wet paper towel. Um, and then uh, my other one, they're both bigger than me. So besides the, the semantics, they're bigger than I am now. So, yeah. We get along great, though. <laughs> Right, <laughs> good thing. <laughs> Wide you up like a piece of paper. Wow, that's uh, that's the well, skills I, right there. Well, I tell that to my like uh, my three hundred pound like you know loss prevention guys. Like he'll wad them up like a wet paper towel. Like he's not much bigger than I am. He's like 5'10", 160, 170 pounds. Yeah, when I grow up, I want to be like him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I keep telling Smiley. When I grow up, I want to have a garden like you. You know, <laughs> chat's popping. Is it? Everybody in chat. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. One of these days, I'll get to the point where I can actually see chat again. Shout out to my baby girl, Lexi. So you think you'd, uh, you'll ever share cannabis with your, your children there? 
switch. Uh, Dave, my son would help me in the grow. They're yeah. a little too young to to be uh, consuming it, uh, and they don't have any uh, issues that would that would warrant them to need to consume it before you know eighteen. Um, but yeah, no, my son would help me in the grow all the time. He'd get down there, wait for shot back, suck up leaves. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's my little buddy. Yeah, he's he's my little buddy. He's cool. He's real cool. Now my yeah, I have a five-year-old daughter. Nice. She's a little same question. (laughs) Oh, she's boss. She's got a pinky around you. Yeah, she's got you around her pinky. Little girls will. Little girls will. <laughs> you I got to have three that. myself. Yeah. You got three daughters? <laughs> yeah. Sadly, sounds like oh, one of them almost your age, Chief. <laughs> But girls are actually get one's getting ready to turn twenty six, the other one in chat's twenty two, and I damn, how old are you? I am forty nine. Forty nine. He's, he's just a puppy. Yeah, I like to yeah, think okay. I'm so young. I like to think I'm so young. <laughs> I feel young, Twitch. Yeah. I still feel young. By the way, man, uh, I don't feel young, and um. I'd, I'm not looking forward to being your age because I don't feel young now. I, I hurt like knees, fucking bones, shoulders. I mean, I've definitely, uh, you know, put my body through some wear. What have you done your whole life? Excuse me? For a career. Your whole uh, life. Grow pot. Pretty grow much pot. your whole life. Yeah, my entire adult career. Yeah, I've been handling weeds since I was 15. Uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've been growing pot. I was, this is the longest stint uh, not growing pot I've had in like 11 years. It's horrible. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, I, I, I love growing pot. I, I hate not growing pot. It sucks. It's fun. I have to admit. But- Cannabis has been a part of my life that pretty deeply as well. But I didn't actually start growing it until a little later in life. Yeah. 27, 26, 27. I wish I would have started earlier. But I was definitely hustling up up till that point. It was, uh, yeah, I mean most people don't get into growing like, hey, let's just let's just start growing some cannabis. And they usually have some kind of footing in the door, no? Okay. Yeah. Especially starting back in '99. I mean, not not everybody was like, oh, let's just you know, mom and pop, let's go grow some pot. Yeah. Actually, in uh, what was it? It was '79. <clears throat> I I actually tried to uh, grow some plants in my closet. Yeah, because I had some bag seeds, 
and uh, my dad found them and destroyed them and as, as grounded dads do. me for two months. Yes, as dads do. Grounded me for two months. That son of a bitch. Yeah, but you know, after that, I uh, I just ended up slinging it just like uh, just like he was. I just take care of my buddies and me. How did he catch and you? To get the smoke. How did he catch? He you? was a child in his closet. <laughs> it was in my closet. It was. It was in his up. house. <laughs> and in my dad's house, and uh, and I left for uh, for like four days. I went down to my mom's house, and then I came back. And when I came back, well, you know, he wanted to know what the hell is a light going on in the bedroom. You know, so he went in and found it. And well, Johnny had some answering to do when he got done with that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. What kind of light did you have? Was it some fluorescence? Oh my god, man! They were incandescents. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even know what I was doing. You know, I didn't even know what growing was. It's but like me I with my, my bag seat, putting the taproot that, out above the water. <laughs> I think that experience right there that my dad gave me for a long time. The first time I started actually really growing. December 2019. That's the first time I actually popped the seed where I kind of knew what I was doing because I studied for eight months before I even got into it. Oh, yeah. I used to sit on the forms on Roll It Up, Canvas.com, IC Mag. Like, that was real big on Roll It Up. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, I don't even know what it is. I didn't even get involved in it. My, throughout most of my life, it was just smoking it, consuming it, and uh, selling it to my friends. And uh, that was beneficial enough for me. Yeah. And I stayed out of jobs where I had to actually go to do a, a test. So I'd be more in construction and oh, like more a warehouse test? type. Yeah. See, I used to be a firefighter and, you know, Fuck it, Oak Point Department. I used to carry fake pee every shift. It came in handy too. I needed it. Like it wasn't that I like messed up or anything. I was in the the brush truck. Somebody backed into a, a the civilian's car. Everybody in the truck had to go pee. It's like that. It's a group yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody fucks up, everybody goes, and like they take you. You guys right are there. team. When you're a firefighting team, I guess you're all a unit, right? I, I, so you're all I guess accountable I mean, for each other. I, guess. I think That's it was true. it was just all the ones that happened to be in the vehicle, and uh, it was yeah, it was it's all a little hazy, but yeah, I was uh, very glad that I had my fake pee. Yeah, I remember one time I went for a job interview. One of my buddies. He wanted me work under him on a painting crew, mm-hmm. and he said, "Just stop, uh, just stop smoking for a little while, and then come in and do it." And <laughs> I teased so hard the day that I was going in for that, and I just smoked and smoked, and I got really high. Right? He calls me, and and a month goes by, and he says, "You haven't you haven't heard from him yet?" And I said, "No, oh, that's really weird, right? You know?" And he says, "Yeah, that's strange because they called me right away." 
And I go, wow, they, you know, you must have been a lot cleaner than me. I don't know what's going on with that, but I just, all I know is I didn't want to work underneath him. <laughs> so I took the, the advantage of that and yeah, got yeah. myself out of that game without him realizing, you know. Well, you know. Some people are not good bosses, you know? <laughs> and some people are, you know, to, me and my brothers explain it like, some people's like you know their 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 mental state is like a, a Christmas ornament you know those round really fragile ones. Some of them are like Pyrex spheres that you know like that can take a beating. Um, you know some people just aren't fragile. Others are like marbles. They're invincible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, but he was not the guy that I wanted to be barking orders at me. <laughs> it's like, because look, dude, we're cool, but we're not that cool. Yeah, it wouldn't have made for a good friendship, I can tell you that right now. I would have been his worst employee. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you, you don't hire friends, because, you know, <laughs> the familiarity breeds contempt. <clears throat> yeah, I've hired you a gotta, few friends to do work for me and you know they see here you got an expectation of how things are done kind of like you know right eagle and uh and when things aren't done to a specification to your satisfactions of what you're delivering to a client Mm -hmm. you have to speak up that's all there is to it and Um, some people cannot handle that kind of dude you got to do it like this. Yeah. Um, you know? So, because, so, like, you know, when you work with, with uh, people, you become, you know, they become complacent, thinking, you know, because you got to keep a good good relationship with your, with your staff. But, um, you know, you can't just, you can't get soft on them. You got to be able to, like, listen here. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> completely but see at at twitch extracts though nobody gets fired you just don't get called back because you know when you run an illegal grow operation you can't exactly have disgruntled employees that's just not really good for survival that's that's a fact that's a fact (sighs) that's like having a a mad girlfriend in a situation where you can't hey man (sighs) Okay, we're not even going there. <laughs> we're not even going there. You know what? Fuck that. Nope, that is not meant for everybody else. <laughs> oh, all right, gentlemen. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to bed. Fuck this. It's getting late. It's 1.15 here. I don't know where y'all are located at. But uh, y'all take West care. Coast. Uh, it, I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Um, we will do it again. Thank you. I hope so, man. Good Sir. meeting you. Good Johnny, awesome Paul, Eagle, it, it was a pleasure. Hey, if I get it easy, I'll take it twice. <laughs> All right. I hope to bring you some products Sounds someday good. and meet you in first real uh, Please. firsthand. Please do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, no hit, doubt. Hit us up on, on Instagram. Anytime y'all are in Oklahoma, you know, uh, Southern Hospitality. Can you mail that stuff to you? Oh, well, that was just a late question. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. 
the funnel, mail it all in. Right. Oh, <laughs> she would have to buy a post office. Right. <laughs> a swappable truck. One they just drop. Have it delivered. Dry, to drop off and pick up the empty. <laughs> have it delivered it's on a refri- or a freezer truck. You know. I Man, thought I about working for an extract place. Just so wondering, like if wonder if I could process my product there, but it sounds like only in Oklahoma. Probably not. Yeah. They got some pretty liberal laws over there that you can get away with stuff, it sounds like. Yeah. What's hey, up, what's Red up? Hill? Miss Twitch tonight. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you weren't fast enough. I was expecting you to hop in. <laughs> well, you got me to enjoy now. Yippee. It was extracts. What's that? Sorry. Paul? How you, how you guys doing tonight? I, I, I was busy too being entertained. That's why I didn't get in earlier. Okay, I got squirrely there for a minute. <laughs> I'm recovering from a long day. Long day. Oh, man. Yeah. So how'd your tile job go today? Did you get a, did you make some progress on that since you got your oh, tile? Yeah, with yeah. You? Oh man. So talk about working with friends, but it's also yeah. one of the things when you talk about working for friends. So yes. what is it like when like you open up a can of worms? And you know we should be going the extra mile. And they don't want to go the extra mile. That's kind of where I was. Man, I opened that up, and what I see, oh, it's terrible. Terrible. There's extra water damage. Fucking, why do they put windows in showers? Please tell me. To this day, why are they putting freaking windows? In showers. I can tell you why they do that. It's because wow. back in the day they didn't really have that kind of ventilation. So they had to have windows in those moist areas. The window that I have, you know, I mean, you can change. It's just windows. something to carry through, yeah. you know, in the building industry. But this. That's this, all it did. Well, maybe it was a shitty remodel, that's, that's for sure. It wasn't true to the house. It was a replacement window and somebody went through and in my opinion probably just put everything in there bad. But man, it, every all the all the water problems stem from from that window. So, wow. 
I rebuilt as much as they would let me. <laughs> and then some. And then some. Because you, you couldn't not do it, right? No. I can't, in, I can't in some situations, all. man, you just can't look and say, man, I can't cut that corner. I won't. In this case, it was. In this, well, this was kind of it a little bit too, yeah. just a tiny bit. I'm a perfectionist. I am too. I am too. That's part of the dismay here. Is I like, and that was fucking half the reason why I stepped out when I did and went more towards cannabis. Because I've always been geared towards higher dollar work, that finer, challenging work where you know it's uh but man, it's time when I man, it's houses get built, man. People want cheap, 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 man, custom right home depot trim, and it just got disheartening. It's like, ah, oh, same old, same old fuck this shit now. It was just I didn't want to do it anymore. It was just boring. It was boring. It's- it's it's hard to go below your standard. But and again, there was a lot of the uh, time. It took a lot of time. It takes a shitload of time working for yourself. You know, calling people, doing estimates, talking to them after the job, talking to them on the job. They stop you, bumped in. Shit, I talked to Tile for an hour today. Colors. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm thinking it all lays the same. <laughs> you know, it all lays the same. The colors is yeah. all up to you. You're the one that's got to live with it. But, yeah. You know, and so they don't realize that. I. It, so lately, too, you know, I'm I'm kind of I don't necessarily have to be to have the nail bags on. You know what I mean? It's it's been get out of the house, generate just a little bit of extra fun, whatever. Just and you enjoy it. For a little bit. I enjoy it. But yeah. and with that same aspect, it was only with the intention of like here and there when I wanted to play bass to play. You know what I mean? And that was up front with the first party that I agreed to do some work with. I give you maybe, maybe a couple of extra days a week. Show up when I show up. If you need me, whatever. Be happy when I show up. Kind of. Basically, yeah. I'm here to help you yeah. out, not run the job. I'm here to knock you, help you knock your shit out. But as I go along, it's been getting, you know, can you, other people, you want to take this on? That was my problem again, too. And then I could hardly ever said no. I had a hard time saying no. Taking more ah. on, taking more on. And that's kind of where lay I lie here, you know. I didn't really have to take this on. I looked at the job and I kind of went, yeah. all right, I'll help out. And then when you go to help out and, you know, you can't go to your You can't do it the way you want to do it. Yeah, it's like, man, I wish I would have fucking never took this bullshit. <laughs> At one point today, I was like, God, oh, man, I hate doing this shit. Man, you do get into that in tile. Tile is a pain in the ass at times. 
It's a bunch of little bullshit in there too. I didn't I didn't see yeah. the like it had drop sealing at one point that had it reattached to the tile. And there's little little cluster parts in there, but it's all good. I got it. I got it. I've laid a lot of tile. And actually it's a fun little story about me and like tile, I guess. It's like I picked it up instinctively. Laid it, and I'm not bragging or whatever, but I was told, you know, it's fucking nice, straight, straight, beautiful time, flat, do a nice job. And then I had I never actually met my real dad until 20, come to find out, fifth generation tile guy. <laughs> so it just, it seemed to like be there already before I even knew, you know what I mean? It just came natural. So, it was in the jeans. Yeah. I can lay some beautiful tile on. Yeah. What I found out, though, is it's good as tile as I think I can let. I lay, and I do showers and all that good shit. Glass showers. I've done a few glass showers, complete glass wall showers, all pretty bullshit. My uncle's now, woof. Them cats work some shit. They do murals. They fly across country. They fucking oh. go fucking. A few of them just done some shit in Spain. Murals in Spain. Uh, Them guys are craftsmen. Tiles and they're shit. Craft, yeah. They're craftsmen. Yeah. My one uncle incorporates fiber optics in his shit. Oh, shit. You know. You wow. Go, yeah. He's. I have to say, I have uh, inspiration, and I did get uh, verification that my aunt and uncles, I think it would be 22 years old. And this, if someone look this up, this is a record because my aunt and uncle have a fucking gecko that's like 22 years old. Okay. And they got a really fancy pants, uh, master bathroom. And they got the, the gecko's enclosure, terrarium, right next to the uh, the pooper. So you get to, you know, as you're going to the bathroom, looking at the gecko right next to you. And I always thought that was so cool. And I kind of want the same thing. Eagle, I don't know how much of a headache this is going to be, but imagine if instead of those windows in the shower, what if... Uh, you know, like MTV Cribs version, you know, fancy pants, like I'm saying, wanted to have a fish tank in the shower. So they're taking a shower, you know, washing their hair, the loofahs going all which way, and you're looking at some clownfish in the coral reef. How hard, how hard would that be? Like a wall of fish tank inside the shower, kind of? That would be kind of wicked. Mm -hmm. You would just Massachusetts speaking. Need, you know, the closet behind it for cleaning and you know but yeah I, that would be too easy to bring it up like a window in mm -hmm. the shower to where you could just watch it but you'd service it from like say a closet in the back you know what i mean and mm -hmm. do everything there but it would be flush with the shower wall that'd be too easy. yeah i'd imagine that where you walk into the shower would be those clear bricks anyone anyway, whatever what are those glass or you know whatever Oh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to see through that. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see through that. Yep, and then, you know. Just do a, yeah. Yeah. 
you could always um, the, the back the the tank itself. You could always you know line it with some kind of false background like they do with right. fish tanks. But the other part of the wall, make it a frosty block or something mm-hmm. like that. You could go that route as well. Yeah, because like I said, I want that glow from the fish tank to still get light up the whole bathroom. You know. Nice idea. Thank you. Yeah, my, I'm inspired by my aunt and uncle. Like I said, that damn 22-year-old gecko. <laughs> I didn't know geckos lived that long, but I might have a world record, or my aunt and uncle do. Oldest gecko. I think them lizards live a long time. Especially those ones down in the inner earth, you know. Oh, them damn lizards. <laughs> We've got all that reptile, tile, reptilians. Those reptilians. reptilians. Yeah. yeah. It's all about tiles and echoes. And they blink two shades, two eyelids. Kamala Harris, <laughs> our vice president, yeah. is a reptile. Oh, he's the president. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of the movie They Live, We Sleep. Oh, yeah. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, they were talking about that in, earlier in chat, actually. They Live. Looked up uh, during the first episode, they were talking about that. <laughs> that was a crazy movie right there, man. Kind of relates to now times. It's kind of funny. Yeah. What's the name of that movie? Uh, they, Piper. they live. They live. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that one. Like 1984. Yeah, definitely 80s, 84, 86, something like that. That's you might be able to find it on YouTube. Yeah, it's probably because it had Rowdy Rowdy Piper in it that I probably didn't watch it. Oh, oh, you weren't a fan? Oh, man, I used to watch him back when I was a kid, you know? I actually saw Andre the Giant wrestle. Did he wrestle? That was, that was pretty damned amazing. He was huge, wasn't he? I don't think he was wrestling. He was massive. When I stood next to him, his leg was bigger than my whole body. <laughs> and yeah, I don't you remember know, like wrestling. He more or less just smacked people around through wrestling. I think he was part of that uh, the former race of giants that we used to have. The Nephilim. You know, they had a guy down in uh, in Brazil, I think it was. And uh, I think there was another guy in Japan. It might have been in Japan where they literally had him walking through the city and he was like three times the size of a, a very large horse. And he was wearing like a diaper kind of. There is. It was, it was it was an, actual, I was going to say it was a diaper. No, it, 
it was actual, but it wasn't an actual, it wasn't a diaper, but that's the way it was because he probably walked around without clothes. They probably dressed him so he could be civil and because he didn't live in with them. You know what I mean? He was outside. But they got a video of that where he's actually walking along and, you know, they got the president or the emperor, you know, it was a pretty big thing. Speaking wise. So Red Pill, how was, uh, how was the chat with uh, Captain 420 there, man? I had to follow out, man. I went, I was out, man. I logged out and I was out. I had no problem falling out, getting ready to go to work today. It's pretty good. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. I got yeah, the it was a good uh, conversation. I got to sit in the driver's seat. <laughs> uh, you did sign off with the random acts of kindness, hopefully. Oh yes. At least uh, thank you, sir. I got there you. was no shout out though, Eagle. I was kind of you know uh, disappointed red pill on that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay, so in my head, I was thinking like this. I was thinking today, like, man, I probably could have off memory thrown out a good, I don't know, eight percent of the shout outs list, probably. So if I ever that ever if that presents itself again, I'm gonna go off memory. I'm trying to get them in order too. That'll be the fun part. I couldn't do that. Oh, I I was thinking of it today, and I'm like, hey, I think I know more names on that shout out list than I think, you know, just off my memory. And then of course, I think I could have cheated, and I could have, I can go and watch, I can go back and watch an episode and write them all down and force myself to memory memorize it. But <laughs> I was surprised with in my head how many flashes, you know, flashed. In that, I think in pretty good order in my head. I've sat around for those shout outs long enough to where they're starting to get imprinted in there. Right. In the noggin. You're better than me then, because I still fuck them up. <laughs> no, no, no. You, Every you once in a while, you do. <laughs> you could, I, I don't believe that. I think you could do it blindfolded at this point. Sometimes like it, it takes a rhythm, man. I can't do it without music for one. It just feels weird without music. And uh, but man, I, I have to. I try to get in rhythm. If you ever watch me, I'll be like bouncing with the song. It does. It, I feel like it does. Like there's, what's the one that starts out with an acoustic little uh, guitar, and then it comes real heavy with the metal electric one. Whichever one that is, I feel like is a perfect one for the background of shout outs. Cause like I said, you start out with a roll into it, going with the shout outs. And like by the time that electric guitar is going, that's when you're going like speed reader mode. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, maybe a tool song. Maybe that one is there. There's a few, uh, I, I wish there would be more. And you know what I think too is, I think actually YouTube's looked in a little bit at the channel. At least into the copyright aspect of it. Because I don't actually get a, as many copyright bullshit anymore. I don't, I think maybe it's maybe I'm closer to the mic or I'm speaking fast enough to where 
you know, it's not picking it up or something. I don't know, but I haven't seen as many complaints anymore. Maybe they're just looking going, ah, he's, uh, he's doing it. Uh, well, that uh, <laughs> machine, the machine learning that the algorithm is built on is getting smarter. That's what it is. That's, that in itself is scary. I know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So I, I heard that uh, Elon Musk has a chip to interface into our brain now. Why? It'll if you make you enhance. No, it'll it'll enhance your uh, computing skills. Yeah, the neural. It'll turn you like it's yeah, it's like that. That's what I heard just a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's definitely real. It's all. Yeah. It's all. I think they're using Elon Musk as a superhero person propaganda yeah. to introduce smart chips, which they've already developed. ITT Tech developed smart chips a long time ago that could go inside. They're like the size of human cells. I don't, I don't know why anyone thinks it's a good idea. It's like something that we should have learned is, not, is a bad idea. I know people base it, and that's one thing he Elon Musk says. He's like, oh, just because it, it plays out bad in a science fiction movie doesn't mean that's the way it's going to play out in reality. Well, yeah, I would think that's a good enough excuse. Like, even as bad as it sounds like, oh, yeah, where'd you get that idea from a movie? Like, well, you know, it's probably it's probably more true, you know, than it sounds so. Yeah, I just don't know who would do that. I don't know who's going to be like right now. Crypto is real hot. A lot of people that, you know, two months ago didn't even know what crypto was or are only into it because it's for them, it's a fad. And then the same thing right. is with I don't know who the first in line people are going to be. It's got to be a celebrity and political spokespeople to get people on board with it. But I don't know who's going to be first in line to get a smart chip drilled into their brain. I can't think of who's that. I don't. I don't, I, I don't, it's weird because I can't. There's think a. Go ahead. There's a group of uh, like a corporation that offered it to their employees to get a grain of rice in their hand as a chip, so they could go to the break room and and buy their goods and uh, clock in without touching anything. And couldn't believe they. A, a bunch of people opted for it. Was that a? Do you know? Do you have to know? Was that a Wisconsin company? I don't know where, but I re, I remember hearing that. Yeah, I've heard of a yeah, few so, people in Europe that have done that too, and I remember a lot of. I want to say it was here in Wisconsin. Some company did that. Everyone made a big stink about it. Big old stink. So I think that's insane. Tons of people lined up for fucking a lot of rich folks. What, say whatever but uh for cryogenics so if people are willing to sign up and be frozen to possibly be uh unfrozen and brought back someday they're definitely gonna get some takers for somebody that thinking they can upload everything and then maybe be in you know immortal that way or be able to be downloaded into something else when things go wrong or 
you know what I mean? Preserved and I, I just think of it as something da- everyone that knows is dangerous, and we're all looking at each other like, who's going to be the first one to do it? We all need to see if the first one's going to die if they do it, you know, and then everyone will do it because they say, like, oh, Brett Favre, I don't know why I'm thinking Brett Favre, Brett Favre got a neural link. I'm going to go get a neural link. <laughs> So do you think it might be the opposite way, though, where it's like, like you said, waiting for somebody to try it, and they're all sitting back watching them, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, they're, they're like, you're not out right. of control. Yeah. No, I think it'd be the other way. Oh, shit. <laughs> Superpowers well, should join in, bro. What they're trying to sell it to us, though, is you might, you might be right where it might be one of those you know, when there's like a crazy video game or something coming out, concert tickets, you name it, where people are camping, you know, they're, they're in the first in line and they're there like three days or a week before whatever is being sold is even there. It might be something like that because it's going to be perceived for the way it's sold to us is it's so powerful. It's so good. You're going to be godlike and be all powerful and run the whole world with this little chip in your brain. Yeah. yeah, you'll be just like, you're the VR man, virtual reality, man. You could just walk up and link up anywhere. Uh, I don't, and now my mind went. Black, my, my there's a Black Mirror movie, movie about chips in someone's head. Do you guys watch the series Black Mirrors? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It's my favorite TV show. Or, uh, it's my favorite Netflix. It, it's my favorite. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the one where the chips are in the people's head and they have to rip them out before they explode uh is that a newer one no it's on one of the it's an older one it's like there's computer chips and everyone everyone's got the computer chips but one of the com- guys finds out that it's about to explode jason Staten, right I'm not sure, but uh, that's the kind of the what happens on the film. And one guy rips his out before it explodes, but he sees everyone's chip exploding in their head. Like, you know, a computer malfunction makes all these chips explode all at once. But yeah, it was on Black Mirror. I watched it a year or so ago. Okay, well, then it has to be a new, or I can't, I. I thought I was caught up on it, you know, so it has to be a newer episode or one I haven't seen. I know I that I need to watch it shit a while ago. Who did? This is right up your alley, my daughter. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's my, like I said, it's, I, I like it so much where I thought I took it maybe so serious that I thought that there should be like, uh, now the name slipping in my head of what what those meetings are called but uh for people to learn about technology and they have those you know like united nations meetings like kind of not a bilderberg type shit it's a whole another thing but there there needs to be some like educational way of teaching people the dangers like i said like don't take everything you get from this type of media thing but maybe some of them actually have more uh you know, good advice or a little warning of what the future could play out like 
than we give it credit for. And with the Black Mirror thing, I would say that that's like the perfect educational tool for how every right now thing that's transitioning from what was scientific until into the real world right now. Uh, like I said, I can't think of the implanted microchips that are exploding people's heads. The first one that came to my mind was uh, the and the droid, the android bees that replaced actual, you know, um, biological bees. And those things are, spoiler alert, are going around killing everyone. Those are the ones, that's the thing I thought of the first one. Maybe there's a different episode, but uh, that I, I just think that there's there, the person who made that show went so far into the thought process of like, Another one is based on um, a lot of people think is it cruel to lock someone up? You know, me, I, I'm not in this camp, but people will, you know, think is it cruel to lock someone up for their entire life? You know, put them in a little whatever three by six box for, you know, solitary confinement for whatever crime they did. And if there was a technology that exists and it, it already it already has. Uh, you know, proven to exist. We just don't know if it's, like said, something that we want to put people through, if it's ethical or not. But they found ways where they can, I don't know if it's drug-induced or like a um, um, implant-induced uh, thing that they can do, but they can make time dilated so much to where one second to you, it's all one second in real life to me and you. But if we got this drug or this plant chipped uh, chip inside of us it would make that one second feel like a hundred years so in reality you know say you do whatever crime that you would get life for you know you name it it's not get all visually graphic <laughs> those kind of crimes that that would end up, you would end up with that sentence but instead of going and spending that actual time of your life in there you could simulate that and put some people through this frozen time experience and then they come out with that same you know corrective you know it's supposed to be correctional process and it's supposed to you know go and time out in a think, minute think about what you did you know and then maybe yeah we don't have to stick someone in there for the rest of their life till they die you know they can just do it in one minute and then they come out with that same exact experience they did do a black mirror episode so in other words so in other words, if you do that to a person, you set them up into a little uh, virtual reality cell for a hundred years and they come out and they're a psychotic mess after one minute. Yep. What's that going to I don't, I don't want to give the, uh, <laughs> I don't want to give the episode away. Like I said, if anyone wants to go back and watch it for themselves, like, are you, I need verification. If one person's okay with me explaining more, I'll explain the rest of the episode. But if people want to go back and watch, if there's another person that wants to go back and watch, I'm not going to say anything more. But it's it's, it's a good topic because uh, I like I said it. I love I love it. I I think it's a I, I look at it as a PSA. You know, that's something that the world leaders need to watch for a, a technology PSA. And being like, hey, this is why we shouldn't maybe be so excited about letting Elon Musk put a fucking smart chip in your brain. 
because he's going to make you think you're in hell. That's what he's going to do. He's going to diddle. He's going to go clickety clack on a keyboard, and then you're going to be in virtual reality hell while he's running around with gold bars in each hand. It's all part of the reset. So, I need a dab after that. Yeah. All part of yeah. Well, why aren't you there? So Paul, how long how how long you been growing in this business? I'll be twenty years growing. Really? Wow. I started when I was fourteen, and I got busted just like you with a. I had a four hundred watt. You know those big umbrella lights? Yep. I had it shoved in my closet with a plant and a garbage can, totally over-blasting it. I went to the restroom, left my closet peeped. My dad found this, you know, three-foot bush in my closet. And I got busted there. And uh, that was when I was like 15 or 16, but I grew a couple of years before that. And then I had win. to take a break for a few years. And uh, then when I moved out, I kind of got started up again. But I got started young. I love growing. It's like a passion for me to study the cannabis uh, plant and structure and how it grows and everything about it. I love it. It's... Yeah, I like, I like each, each characteristic between each plant how it expresses itself it's it's very uh damn gnats fuck <laughs> what a gnat flew in your mouth no it just flew in my eyesight it oh eyeball yeah. eyeball I, I almost closed it in my eye do you guys have a 100 percent gnat free garden no i do not me neither that's a thing it's uh it's it's getting to the point where I'm starting to think about uh, militaristic kind of re responses. I'm sitting in my bedroom at night, and I'm seeing like five gnats on my screen, and I've killed like three. There's a few gnats flying to the screen, so like the light should pop on in like the, pretty soon, the next ten minutes. Nice. But they're all coming to the screen. It's it's kind of like well, yeah. Um, that's it. They're they go to the light, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's it's so cool. <laughs> those those gnats are other people dying in another dimension. They just all go to the light. That's what that light is. We're just for <laughs> a gnat going straight to the light. Part of the fades. A soul yeah, transfers into a gnat and then goes to the light prize. I, I actually put a bug light inside my my room here to help me with the situation. And it actually has. Um, it's doing a fair job of collecting a lot of the bugs that are just flying around. But still, what there's those ones that are a little bit outside of it, you know. You guys ever use praying mantises? I love those ones. I tried them once. It didn't work out for me. 
It's kind of an adventure. I, well, I, think, I don't think if you have an indoor, yeah, it's still, yeah, it's still good. If it's an indoor garden, how's that going to work? I mean, I think they end up cannibalizing themselves. Really? Once they eat all the prey and there's nothing left, I think they will start to eat themselves. That's what I've heard. I don't think I've seen it too much, but that's what I've heard. And then you end up with a few big ones and you could let those go outside to kind of create a, if you have any outdoor plants or just to let them go, hopefully they'll reproduce. I've, I've uh, looked to try to find the video again, but someone did upload a video, a uh, macro, HD macro footage of a, uh, praying mantis destroying and devouring a caterpillar like a woolly caterpillar yes fuzzy ones and it was zoomed in up close perfectly focused and you saw it like rip it open and like this weird inner like you you, you think you don't think like a caterpillar skins like like a damn rabbit well that's what happened to this one he like skinned it open and there was like an, uh, a blue membrane worm inside the caterpillar moving around and then he went into that and sucked it out like a goddamn fucking uh, uh, what, what are those what are those uh, uh, popsicles in the sleeve, the plastic sleeve and then the juice uh, it melts all in and then you finish the juice and that little plastic sleeve it was like that it was like just sucking on it like a straw they look like aliens little aliens or something mm -hmm. right and this was like beauty. I was so impressed that someone, some on a weed plant, caught caught this footage, and it was like as good as like National Geographic, like footage. And I have to zoom in. Yeah, oh, okay. I want to research for this video. I was going to torch up. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, it won't take me but a second to throw a, a little bud inside my, my bowl. I still like the smaller rake bigger than better than the uh, bigger ones myself for the extracts for the dab. And I don't know if it's my old lungs or if it's just a better way to go. Smoking on me some Gone Dog Mimosa that I got from uh, Evolve Genetics. Must have been a good good strain there because you've had that around for a minute. Oh yeah, it's tasty. I mean, I, I I'm I'm impressed with it. It grows really nice, and dense, and it gives off a very uh, like a mandarin kind of a orange smell off of the plant. But when you're smoking, it doesn't taste like orange. It's got more of a, a different flavor. But it hits really good. And they're very, uh, they're very pretty buds too. It's one thing that I like about it. They're really nice colors on them. 
this tangy land that I got growing right now, it's pretty. It's putting off some very nice smells too. Yeah, that orange chirp when it's has an orange flavor. That's a good, I love that orange flavor from the terpenes. Mandarin orange sounds really good. Tangerine. It's got more Terps. of a, when I blow it out, it's got more of an earthy kind of a flavor. Mm -hmm. But the, the flower smells citrusy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, when yeah. I bump it, it just, uh, floor, you know, the floral just goes through the room. It's just amazing. I love those citrus. <laughs> For me, when I'm trimming, it feels like a, like a therapeutic session, just smelling the flowers and enjoying like, I like the... I like to sit here and just look at them. <laughs> Man. That would kick my ass. Gravy buddy Hooper. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> Actually caught a little bit of fucking up in smoke the other day. What? The movie? Tongues up in smoke. Yeah. Uh, that's a great one. That's classic. <coughs> the, uh, so I've got one of the two. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Red pen. I was I'll just going to say we got one of uh, one of the chilumbiums is cracking the earth with the uh, root rot cube. Yeah. yeah. One up. Well, so that's far. that's the strong one so far. Mm -hmm. Right? You call that the strong one, the first one out? So, it could what, be. Did you call that the strong one or the one most adapted for the, to the its environment? That's the way I, I heard it. I want to go full psychedelic and say that it heard about us wanting to breed it so much. That's the one that and it's it, like. And it said, fuck this shit. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one. I want to be the big. See. Yeah, he's like, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. break. They're going to think we're doing cocaine in the bathroom. Right? <laughs> I see a, see oh, a third back there. Fish to get three. Three out of ten so far. Oh, shit. Nice. This little guy That's right exciting. here. You don't I know like how it. many fucking beans this little guy has seen. And it's, the success rate in this thing is just stellar. And the lid snaps well, on, hard. right? It's a hard plastic. It don't Does snap your lid on, snap but on? It's got a, it's got a nice uh, little bit of a lip there, if you can see that. Okay. It's old. So I wish I could find I, another one, but it gets I nice like and humid in there. Man, this thing does work really good. I used to have a couple of them. 
but man, I have, I have sprouted a lot of seeds in this thing. This is my preferred method. Root wire cubes upside down, poke them with a pencil or whatever, drill bit before, you know what I mean? Give the seed a little place to shoot. Pop the seed in there about a half inch. Ooh, every time. Every time. Every Never time. had luck with the cubes. You know that? Never had luck with those. I got a whole bag of them and I did it. Um, I tried to uh, root seeds in that four different times and it just never worked. Didn't make sense. Well, it takes you to leave them in there a minute too until I got like these the restroom. Roots. Yep. I'm going Do you guys ever? Pop your seeds in the water with hydrogen peroxide and just let them sit there until they pop. Yeah, I do that. I don't use. I don't I, use I the hydrogen peroxide. I just put one squirt in of the yeah. hydrogen peroxide in the RO water. I just let them. Sit I don't. I don't know where I heard that, but I just heard that it, it kind of um, it kind of cleans the outside of the surface. A little bit so that it um is more acceptable to the next environment or something like that is that a factor yeah. even in microgreens practices when they grow microgreens that's a practice they do is soak the seeds in water with hydrogen peroxide i've been having really good success rate with uh, doing that as well on my last one that I did, I did six beans and I got a hundred percent on, on my, uh, on my sprouting. I had one bean that didn't crack as long, uh, along with all the other ones. So I, I took that sucker and I got my tweezers out and I held it down and, and, you know, with my tweezers, I got in there and just cracked it just a little bit and then put it in with the, uh, into the towels. And, and it took a little bit longer for it to pop out, but it came out. And then once it came out, I got it into the dirt and, and or into the, uh, to the cobra core and it had no, no problems coming up from there. So I just had to tease it along a little bit, you know, by cracking it. Cause it wasn't, I don't know. Sometimes those seeds, man, they, they're unbreakable. You know, for the plant. I just don't understand that. <clears throat> Do you make your own seeds? Do I? Well, I, yeah, that's, I've actually had a couple of incidents where I actually made some seeds. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not somebody that's trying to do that. It just happens. You know, so it's like, yeah, I got some seeds of my own, but um, I, I'm uh, growing some seeds for uh, Miranda Family Farms and uh, and uh, Evolved Genetics sent me some of his stuff. So I got some of his stuff in my garden and uh, Kazoo Kush sent me a few of his strains that, uh, that he's done. So I'm growing a few of his in my garden and uh, I got... I got four more that he sent me that I, I need to pop. 
but I got way too much. I got to whittle it down a little bit before I start doing something else. Because if you, I find myself, if I, if I get a little bit busy on things, I start neglecting other ones. And I don't want to do that to the plants. I want to give them the respect that they deserve, you know? Kind of how I look at it. Are you running that bug sheet? Am I running what? The bike seat from uh, Miranda Family Yes. Farms. And I just did a, a clone run on it. I just cut a bunch of clones off of it. And I got 100% clonage on it. She Very healthy yet. roots coming out. Uh, yeah, I got them into flower right now. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll let you take a look at it. I just sent a little picture <laughs> over to today about it. See that. Sent those along with uh, the Columbia and uh, Jack. Oh nice yeah! Here, by the way, Jack, I've, I've been. I, I like. Oh yeah! Right on. You guys like that shirt? That badass. Let me get a little light on it. That's awesome. Awesome. And you know who did that? Kazoo. The guy that sent me some of those beans. He's a hell of an artist. We can see the shirt and we can see so the this is the plants. That's the bike seat right there, how I got it set up, anyways. She looks sativa. She looks like mm -hmm. a sativa linger. Yeah, I like. Uh, no. She came out very uniform. This one here is a little bit more tiered. This one kind of straight down. You know, that one's more tiered going up that way. It's And it's already sticky. I mean, just touching a little bit of it there, it's kind of got some stickiness to it. But there's... That one right there, it's right there. That's one from my accident that I had, what I'm calling it. Mm -hmm. And it's got a very, very unique look to the leaves. You know, it's just really weird. I got another one over here that's further in flower. It's right over here, a little further in flower. You see the way she looks? Kind of wicked looking. No, were there those two different lights? Yeah. This one here is my Bloom Plus 4000 4, right there. Mm -hmm. And then this one over here is my uh, Hydro 4, I mean, what is it, 2000, SL2000. Nice. But this is my Tangeland over here. She's looking really. Let's see if I can grab a hold of the stem there. Really gnarly. She's fat at she's top. To... Yeah. She bulks up. Really good. She's really starting to lean. I had to put a rod in there to keep her from falling over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very sticky. 
she's starting to get more of a, she was very fruity flavor, starting to get a little bit more of a, a kind of a, almost like a, a gas smell to it. And this one here is my Bubba Haze. She's doing pretty good too. She'll be coming down pretty soon. What up? Oh, what's Hello, up, Smiley? Hey, Smiley. How you guys doing? Coming up on kind of little peak here. Got your shirt What's on, that, Smiley? I don't know. I got a different one. That's cool enough. I like the shirt. When uh, I wore it out, I got a lot of compliments. Yeah? People knew what it was? Yeah. No. Wow, that's a cool shirt, man. Where'd you get that? Got it from my Gromy. <laughs> it's kind of funny you say that, Johnny, because uh, when I went in to uh, pick up a couple shirts, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, when I was running around getting materials. <laughs> and uh, cost, I had a request for a couple, an orange, an orange one. And, I need to stay a few other pinks. And so I stood, I was sat back over there and he says, man, because he, he told me when I printed it up, the first ones, he printed himself one and his lady. Said, These things are hot, right? <laughs> he said, man, everybody <laughs> wants one of these things. <laughs> one, of the, one of the orange ones or one of the pink ones? That's just that's, the, that's the design in general. He's got, he made a pink one for his lady, but he's got a silver one like we do. Nice. Uh, he says, yeah, people are asking it's, for these things like crazy. That's funny. I'll tell you, man, that's a great design. It really is. I mean, the cartoonish part of it, it's clean. You know, it's, it's, it's really nice. I, I, I got a lot of compliments on it. Wanted to know where I got it. Still want them black shirts, yeah. man. That's what I tell him every time I go in. I don't know what it is about. He, he. I don't know what it is about the design, but he's he don't want to print my black for some reason, or he re wants to rework the design. But I'm like, man, I, I wear that's my color, man. I I dirty up some shit, man. Mm -hmm. So I like black, man. I, I wear a lot of black. What about clothes. a uh, like a navy blue? Midnight That'd blue. Be all right, too. Be Dark gray is good too. That heather kind of gray, kind of neutral. Maybe a dark blue with gray art. The gray art. Aquamarine. Aquamarine. Oh, That's a good one. Dude, you got to get a tie-dye one too, man. Uh, a tie-dye, a camo one. I'm telling you, man, tie-dye, this this here with a tie Oh, shit, man. That's, oh, that's yeah. a fucking... Neon that's a cannabis purple. cup right there. That's a cannabis cup wear. You know what I'm hey, saying? Yeah, purple. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if... I don't know if this died out because maybe the chemical it was made with is like uh, too environmentally toxic or something. But in the 90s, uh, you know, like maybe it was 
certain eras of times, you know, have certain colors and different things associated with it. Definitely like tie-dye. But I remember in the 90s, every toy had this uh, heat transfer color on it. Like some was maybe like white Slightly. and green. Like you'd be able to like hold something and it was green. You hold it for a long time and then it turns white. Yeah. They had another one that was uh, orange and you hold on to it for a long time and it turns yellow. And Those are I remember, super popular. Yeah, and I remember someone actually in school had a t-shirt that was like that. And we used to, maybe we couldn't do this now, but everyone in the class would all put their hand on every on the, the kid's body, right? And then leave their handprint uh, heat signature and then watch it, you know, disappear, you know, because when it, it would cool off, it would go back to its original color. Is showing this cool. to Gus because because he says hot pink. It's pretty hot pink. It's not hot hot pink, but it's a hot pink. Uh, yeah. I was actually it's surprised. It's not salmon. Salmon. It's definitely that's definitely not salmon. Nah. <laughs> no. Zero difference. Yes, that's that's pink. Yeah, the color when I think of uh, the color of salmon, it's got more of an orangey kind of a pink to it. Because that's what the meat of salmon looks like. It's really kind of Man, one of those ones where fish. if you think about, you know, when you recognize it, orangey pink, I've seen that too, at least the color receptors. Yeah my eye make it up but i've seen that tint too and doesn't make sense like orange and pink how those two colors gonna blend but they actually do I appreciate yeah. the yellow now too <laughs> yeah i do like i like yellow. i like this color right here this is nice i like i like the uh the different color of the uh the mice in there it's just a little offset of the green that's cool yeah aliens Aliens. 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 <laughs> what you smoking on tonight, Smiley? I just lit up some Gorilla Glue 4. Nice. Yeah. Love that stuff. Yes, I'm quite fond. Too. I, I've got an auto that I purchased a while back when I when I got my first seeds. And it's uh it's by expert seeds. I think that's who it is. And it's a gorilla. And it's supposed to be real frosty, real good grower. And I just have not had any success with these seeds. No? No. Um, it's, it's seed though, right? Yeah, it's from seed. And I'm not sure if it's an auto or if it's a regular, but I think it's an auto. So it might just have an issue. But um, it just seems like uh, when I did grow it, it was really, it did not dense up at all. It was just air, you know? Yeah. But it might have been just me at the beginning of the grow, too, you know? So. Yep. Well, I, I, I also probably... don't think, I'll, uh, did you do a, a crystal check on it? Oh, I didn't see much of that going on. 
Okay, yeah. so that, that, that's, that would be, an, well, that's another good thing to ask then, I guess, because that also makes me think uh, a lot of people, I, I don't know if they do this on purpose or maybe they just have better luck than the people buying the seeds, but I, I think there's a lot of people cutting it way too short on autos. Like I remember at, there's still them out there buying them, but there's ones that they called 60 day wonders because from germination, supposedly, you can harvest the plant after 60 days. You technically can. You probably run into the experience you had though, right? Where there's buds there, but they're more airy and not resinous yet. To where if you actually yeah, let it turn the shelf longer. I was not impressed at all. That was one of the one seeds, the one plants that I had grown that just didn't impress me at all. So I haven't really stepped back into that. The, the first time I grew autos was in, uh, it, was either, it was either the spring, summer of 2009 or 2010. It was greenhouse seeds, green amatic, right? And those, they were all right plant structure, right? Uh, I didn't grow them with the best nutrients or the best soil. I had a soil mix based on stuff that you could get on uh, your equivalent to a, a Lowe's or a Home Depot, more of a Midwestern, more local store, but same thing. I got a mix that I made from there. And then I got, I found nutrients in the, either in my, uh, in the basement or in the garage. That was like uh, Scott's all purpose liquid fertilizer. So between those two, it's what I grew these automatics with. And, you know, people say that it's progressed. And uh, even back then, the automatics weren't that good. But then it wasn't too long after that. It was like uh, 2012, where I grew from uh, Dynafem, I grew their Critical Plus auto. And those multiple times turned out so good and I grew enough of them. I don't know why I kept ending up with multiple free seeds of it. It was just like one of their freebie seeds for the longest time to where I had, uh, I had two different uh, automatics of it and I grew, I actually think I had three because that's how I discerned the stability of it. So I, I think I had three different and you know multiple different seed purchases, these auto critical plus seeds. And I grew them out and I had two phenotypes that were similar and one that, you know, out of, two out of the three, two were similar phenotypes and one was its own. But all three of them were, were definitely what I would call satisfying or, you know, reasonably good wheat beyond my expectations of what even an autoflower would be plus a photo period. If it was a photo period plan, I'd still be impressed. So then that led me to do what I've done a few times where I've gotten freebie seeds, grown them out, liked what, what I got out of that, and then bought an actual pack of those seeds from the, the breeders. So after those freebie seeds, I was so impressed, I bought an actual pack of critical plants. And I grew one of those plants out. That was one of the last plants I was growing before I got busted. So I never got to grow that photo period critical plus out, flower it, and find out if it was one of the two phenotypes that 
I was getting in the auto uh, critical plus that I liked so much. And that was past the point of me being uh, pretty routinely uh, cloning. Uh, so that, that would have been able to be saved and kept around. I did have a mom and I did have clones of it that were flowering. They're outdoor and they, I mean, those were the ones I had when I got busted. So I just never got to give it a test and see what they actually were. But assuming that they were, you know, one of those phenotypes that I got in the autos, this is like I said, this was 2012, 2013. So uh, if people are saying that autos are good now, then they have to be really good. I can imagine based on how good this critical plus was. Yeah, I got mine uh, when I was doing my study before I even planted my or started my, you know, my first grow. So it was, you know, they're probably two years old now. I would say right around there when I got them. And I got them from uh, Graybeard Seed Bank. I, I got a couple of uh, freebies from him. One was a, a strawberry cheese, strawberry cheese, and it was an auto. But the first one that I grew turned out really good, but it really didn't have any flavor to it. And the second one that I grew, um, it was beautiful. It was just a single bud, and it was the size of my, uh, my water bottle, you know, as, as tall as it was, bigger than it. You guys seen that one anyways. And uh, it's got no flavor at all. I mean, none whatsoever. So that one there, I'll be taking that crystally little no flavor thing and mm -hmm. and I'll just incorporate that, incorporate that into my edibles. Yeah, so well, I was going to say they're good for biomass and depending on what you're wanting to use them for. But I Does just, it smell good? I don't know. I got lucky. Um, when it was growing, yes, it smelled good. But now, no, it doesn't. It has no smell at all, which is kind of weird. I, I must have just been really talk. lucky or everyone needs to go out and buy some Critical Plus because that the ones I had, two of them, like I said, that ones that were similar, they had, you know, dead on to the same terpene profile. Beyond description of how I could even say it was, it was almost... The only way I can describe it is a sharp fruitiness, but I don't know what kind of fruit. It was like a weird peach cantaloupe fucking type cross, but not sweet. It had a different non, it was like, I don't know how to describe it. If you could delete the sweetness from fruit, but somehow just taste the loudness of the fruit, that's what it was like. And I thought it was really unique exclusive to those two plants that, that phenotype and I've had it again I got to experience whatever that terpene is so I, I knew I was whatever this terpene is that if I experience it again <clears throat> in the profile of essential oils for that whatever this it's producing it has to be pretty dominant and it's not it, ha it also probably wouldn't be uh, even detectable or in real low amounts and a whole lot of other shit because of how unique it is. So I don't know, let's say the strain itself, not not the autos, because autos might be diminished in total terpene profile. So let's just say 
it's a round round number of 10, it would be like 9% of that would be whatever this terpene is. That's what I mean by like how sharp and almost like monotone, but distinct it is. And I, I sure liked it a lot, but in uh, Colorado, I got to experience it again from Green Dot Labs. They had Bodhi Seeds Prayer Tower. Prayer Tower, can't exactly remember what mail they use, but it's a lemon tie crossed, I want to say snow lotus. One of those, one of the males that Bodhi uses, but it had that same terpene profile, whatever that sharp peachy cantaloupe, no sweetness tone to it. So it, I, I think the potential is there, like I said, Dynafem is a pretty well-established seed company. So their, you know, reputation is pretty good and whatever. They probably had the ability to have space enough and a plant count high enough to find those, you know, outliers and only breathe about the most terpiest and best autoflowers. So that's, that would explain why I got that. It's a, I don't, it seems easier to breed autoflowers than it is to breed good autoflowers. You know, you can make a, any strain autoflower, but is it going to come up? You know, is oh. that? How that? do you make any, how do you make a regular strain autoflower? By crossing it to an auto, a non-photo period oh, plant. Okay. But I don't, I don't know the exact how, you know, oh, at the offspring is, I don't know how many, how many times it either has to be back crossed or in, inbred to do that. And I've heard varying things when people talk about that. You know, I've heard people throw around the term semi-photo period or semi-auto flowering. And those are plants that just have an earlier triggering time, you know, so, or, or plants that could be prone to going into flower in veg if the photo period you know, if it's veg cycle, is not like 20 and four or a 24 hour veg time? Or if it gets too root bound or certain nutrients get thrown at it. Some plants have the tendency to start flowering in veg, but they're not true auto flowers because you can still clone them. You can't clone true auto flower. So, yeah, that's fine. I've heard of people trying to re-veg autos. There's someone known for I, it. I had a, a Cindy 99 blueberry, the one that I had in my, and it was an auto. That sucker grew to 59 inches. And I cloned it. You could clone it. Times. Yeah, I cloned it multiple times and I had no issue with any of the cloning or anything. It was supposed to be an auto. So I kind of I kind of scoffed it when somebody said, well, you can't clone an, an auto. And I laughed and I said, well, I did. Mm-hmm. unless they were mm-hmm. lying about what it was from the pack you know well i have i did have that happen <clears throat> one time and i i chalked it up to the one time that i'm not perfect i made a mistake like i said i grew out a lot of those freebie seeds from attitude and one time i thought this is what i mean this is this is according to what i think happened i thought i germinated a set of all auto flowers like four auto flowers but what it ended up what ended up happening was three of them went into flower and they told me that they're auto flowers but one of them didn't 
And then I had to like keep checking myself and, you know, do the scramble to see like if I threw away the bags that they came in to see like, you know, which one is this? And if it, is it, is it labeled right? Did I mislabel it? Did I accidentally germinate a seed that I thought was an auto flowering and it isn't? Or do you, you think know, mine was partially auto and partially? That's the thing. I, I don't know because the same thing happened to me. I don't know if I either got given a seed that they said was auto and it wasn't or was just supposed to be auto, but actually turned out to be semi-auto, or if there's an actual mix-up on either end. Did they give me a seed that was a mix-up in the wrong strain, either by attitude's mistake or the breeder's mistake, or did I mix it up and germinate the wrong seed on accident, a photo period with three other... Label it or something. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure it out, so I don't know, you know. So, Smiley, I haven't heard you talking yet. Yeah, that's my fault. My bad. I'm sorry, Red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez, man. I was just I in just... chat. I was talking in chat. Yeah, I don't know. I I really no, I... Uh, I don't have much nice to say for autos. I don't know, man. I'm not a fucking autos. <laughs> and I'm not trying to talk bad against it and whatever. People Do it, are. please. I think <laughs> I haven't seen a good one, and I haven't smoked a damn good one yet. So I don't know. I think they're shit. And I think they're a waste of time, but I don't know. Okay, there's a purpose for them. I, th I definitely think on an agricultural scale, there's there's huge purpose for them. But for somebody growing in a tent, I think it's a waste of time. I think you get shit from it, and it's fucking C class bud. And I've never smoked well, I, any that was had any bag appeal or was anything decent. Well, that, that wasn't my only experience with an auto. I I did have autos that same thing like Johnny. It was either airy. It was either airy and turpless, or it was just turpless. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. The bud structures always come out shit to trim. They're fucking airy as hell, and I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't run a ton. Well, my city they're good ones, but my whole other issue with it is if you do find that unicorn, that's a good one. Well, you fucking enjoy it, because yeah, what are you gonna do? You can't repeat well, it. Well, that's right? what I mean. Like, that's what happened. I I took the fucking hint. I'm like, hey, I've I haven't smoked good autos like you're saying. But three for three, this critical plus auto is pretty good. And then it made me want to get the photo period version of that plant because that's the only way to keep it around. That makes if sense. I get lucky, if I get one of those two phenotypes yeah. that I like, guess what? I can clone it and then yippee, I got the strain now that I couldn't keep before. Right. And I think you're in just as big of a hunt hunting through regulars to try to find something that really works for you and or, or you like or it grows well in your room or whatever, right? You find a good strain you might search through five, six different packs of seeds or whatever. But my point is like with an auto, if you're going to do that and you find one that's desirable, it, you can't repeat it. It's fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you spend all that time hunting for this one that you like and you can't repeat it, you know? And so that's why I think it's a waste of time. I just, I mean, it's fine if you're throwing it off in the corner. I get it. There's all kinds of other reasons, but I'm just like in a serious note. I don't think it. So smiling. At least not on that Cindy 99 that I got on the Cindy 99 blueberry that I had it's supposed to be an auto. Could that have been a mix of a photo? Cause, I mean, cause that thing thing was, it was five foot, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, autos will grow different. And it had huge, huge it had huge cola. It can too. be a huge variable too. You know? If it was mixed with an auto, my understanding is you'd have like half of them that would be auto and half of them that would be photo period you know 
So it kind of mixes up or, or it might be 70, 30 or whatever the mix is. I don't know how that goes, but you'd have a, some of one and some of the other in the prodigy. I don't think there is necessarily, I don't know. Is there a, uh, in well, the uh, photo, I don't know. The light leak that I had, the light leak that I had actually impregnated my uh, Cindy 99 blueberry, that five footer with the haze. And the blueberry was an auto? It was, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, an auto. Yeah, like I said, I've had a similar situation. I, I can't, I can't figure it out. Like, is it an auto or is it not? I don't know. Is it I mean, because I thought autos flowered they they're not you know i had to i actually had to put it into flower for it to start flowering too that was another thing then it wouldn't it didn't do that be an auto no. that's what i was just going to say is an auto a true the definite by definition is the auto is not it's not going to triggers on its own right it's not going to respond the same way with a change in light schedule I, I should also mention i did for curiosity's sake also grow and finish out an auto in full 24-hour light from seed to harvest may Just 15th is the best time to plant an auto why is that because if, if you think about it may 15th let's say you started inside it takes a week or so and it's in a little cup or a pot and you transfer it transplant it into a big pot outside hopefully you live in a spot that's nice beautiful weather so by the end of may let's say you keep it inside until june right and you transplant outside in the beginning of june so two weeks inside and you transplant it it's beautiful most places it's super sunny in june yeah july you're gonna have one you're harvesting like the first couple days in august or the middle of august it's usually great during that summer stretch and i think they do well during that time and like even if you had a greenhouse or on a, a back deck a balcony that gets a lot of sun that's the best time to do them but like you said indoors it's probably not good for autos at all. Yeah. Unless you have. Well, I like the idea auto for outdoor too. Like you were saying, out start them early enough. You're going to harvest them sooner. You know what I mean? And you're not pulling a tarp to light up or anything. So there are benefits. I'm not trying to just shit on them. I'm just saying it's like. Given the opportunity, would you shit on an auto flower plant? Literally though. I that leads me to my next thing is that this is everyone has their own techniques but it made me think when you said transplant I don't think I've ever grown an auto flower and transplanted it always just started it in the plant then it finishes in because even then I don't know I can't remember if I knew this because someone was already saying it back then, but I kind of maybe I thought, I don't know, it was intuition or I, I heard it back then that people say the same thing. Like one of the things that triggers, you know, that determines veg time for an auto is its plant that it's, or its pot that it's planted in. You know, you do it like in a little yeah, two inch rockwool cube, it's gonna only veg to eight inches tall. If you do it in a three gallon pot, it might get like Johnny said, three feet tall before it even makes flowers. So. 
you put it, you start it in a pot like this, I think, or you just yeah. start it in a huge freaking fabric pot like you said to begin with the pot yeah. it's going to finish in. I did a I, the first time I did was uh, was like I said uh, uh, like uh, Home Depot five gallon buckets. That's plenty of that's more than plenty of space for an auto flower. Overkill, guess me. I think a three gallon pot for a regular type of an auto, mm -hmm. the one that would normally stay small, that three gallon pot is plenty enough yep. room. Yeah, I like one gallon. Food for it to go through. Yeah. I did my last one in a three gallon and, and it bulked up really nice. I mean, it, it looks good, dirty, but it's it's got no got nothing to it you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's uh nice but I, i'm just not it's just not that thing you know it's just it doesn't it doesn't taste good but it looks good right i mean it's a good looking plant but so that'll end up going into my butter oil Fry up some chicken with it. Then I got the recipe thanks to you. Nothing like using. What's that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's been shaking his head. <laughs> no, off my piece for some juicy thighs, some juicy fried edibles on us. Remember? Damn, that episode. You don't remember mm -hmm. the, uh, the dark thighs? Oh, or them juicy thighs. thighs. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, or did you miss Yeah. Uh. Hey, I've been chickening ever since then, man. <laughs> hey, Eagle, those uh, yes, um, those square pots, those were the, uh, the pots uh, Smiley set up for you? They were, yeah, the, the second run on air boxes. Yes, so what's the dimension on that? I'm just curious. Me too. On the top, on the top. What is that, like 12 by... What, what, uh, 14 by 31, I want to say. Okay, 14. by 31. So that makes sense. Too okay. big. They're too yeah, big to put like four and a five by five. No, you should put four or five. Uh, five. I think okay, four would cool. be okay. Yeah, four would be okay. It sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I was just looking ah, at that. Thirteen and, and a half. Man, that's a that's a great right, size, Smiley. I like it. Wasn't that. far perfect. off. Yeah, that'll fit perfect. Yeah, that's a good size. I thought it was bigger for some reason. I thought it was more like a twenty-seven gallon type of a tub. You know. Or I got uh, like this round. I put or two plants in the tub. one. Are you and I got one plant, two in one. Two two plants. Plants. Go ahead. No, a two in one in the earth box. I like that. Yeah, two plants in one earth box, and then the ones just got one. You're gonna have to flip them sooner, though. You're not. You can't let them get beast mode like you did. Two <laughs> of those, no, there won't be 
That ain't gonna fly. No, I just <laughs> had, would I have to start feeding them at that point? Start top dressing them a little bit often. If I did though, if you what, would they what, take it? If you went to a tree like that, yeah, you probably would. I mean, you if I mean it. In a general sense, the volume of soil media that the plant is in is kind of like the battery, right? So you're, you know, and you're going to deplete that really quick because you got a really small battery, so to speak. And that's just the mindset I've been taught and kind of use myself on it, I guess. But so, yeah, I mean, the bigger going to have on half life, bigger the plant is, the quicker it's going to deplete that battery, right? When it's running. You know, because you got to think like metabolism, like like cells to stay alive require energy. You know what I mean? So yes. like we always talk about like sugars and things like that and what a plant does at night and different things. Well, at night it shuts off. Photos, I mean, photosynthesis shut off because the light's gone, right? It's going to close its stomata and then it goes into respiration, which is basically it's starting to eat. You know what I mean? It's it's using up the sugars and starches that it put together during the day, you know what I mean? But those cells still need to be alive. That's why, like, like if the plant can't photosynthesize and they're, say it's a struggling clone or something, you know, a little clone that's yellowed out or whatever. I mean, basically them die because they, the cells can't fucking function and be like us not being able to eat or whatever, you know, like eventually you just run out of the energy that's there in your food and in your, in your body that's already you know what i mean like if you're if you're not consuming new energy your body starts burning the energy that's in in your body already even if it's already into a protein you know or a whatever it'll deconstruct that shit that's why you'll lose right. muscle mass and all that if you're like you know starving yourself or whatever you don't just lose fat you lose muscle at a certain point your metabolism shifts and it, yeah and it's similar. I don't know. I mean, in plant, it's real similar to that. So it's kind of got to give a couple extra candy bars. Right. But anytime too during the day. <laughs> so to kind of complete the thought back to the plant. But if you're running your lights or your room temperature is too hot or, or whatever the fuck happened in those stomata clothes, whenever the stomata clothes, the plant is no longer able to access CO2 or carbon dioxide. So photosynthesis stops, you know what I'm saying? So, and when photosynthesis stops, the cells in the plant still need to live. So that's when they start, you know what I mean? They start, they're still using up the sugars or whatever. So it can only, so they basically eat them still. For a soul, you know what I mean? It can only keep them closed for a certain amount of time. And the big balance, that that's trying to maintain is is between water use or water evaporation and and co2 access you know so it's kind of a a dichotomy or a balance that the plant's always trying to make between you know not letting too much because whenever that stomata is open essentially the interior of the leaf or that 100 percent humidity that's there inside the leaf exposed and that's going to evaporate really quick because it's going to try to diffuse into the dry air there's a diffusion effect that automatically happens you know what i mean so smiley in a i i got a i got like a 30 35 gallon uh tub maybe a 40 gallon one how many plants could i put in that 
How big of plants are you planning to get? Well, my plants, normally I don't uh, run them up to be more than about three to four foot tops. I mean, you probably do two. I don't know. Might be pushing it to do three, I guess. You'd have to. Well, I wouldn't want to do three. I was just thinking more of, you know, running two in it. Like, They're yeah, kind of like the same size of tubs that uh, the world's last hopes got. About the same size. Yeah. And I like the idea of a shared root zone. There's definitely like known benefits to that. So you know, that's what I was thinking. That's something that I want to test out. I want to I want to try growing a couple of plants within the same root zone because of some of the stuff that I've been hearing lately about that mycorrhizae kind of conversation that they're having in there. Or I, I know I'm not saying the right thing. What do you call that? Well, no, I, I think they do communicate, and I do think there's, uh, you know, mycelium. I mean, yeah, and you, and especially like so, <laughs> you know, like in that in that earth box with two plants. I was expecting help from you, Smiley, on that. Man. You're you're guaranteed <laughs> those roots are intermingling. You know what I'm saying? And they, I guarantee there's interactions, and in like I don't know, it's. <coughs> I, it's I just want to try it. Into the cover crop. Like, I've gone away from cover crops, but the more I listen and, you know, and look into things, it's like, man, there's so much benefit that those extra roots. I mean, you can't, you can't replace what the photosynthesis does, you know, especially if it's a healthy plant that you have growing and a healthy cover crop. It's just, it's, I don't know. I, like the more I listen to people, it's like that that know and study the stuff. Or like, I think it was uh, um, Christine Jones I was listening to, and she's she's the Australian lady or whatever that like she's a soil. She's like Dr. Elaine from Australia, basically. Kind of. She's an older lady, but she was fucking talking about that too. Like, yeah, it's uh, I lost my train of thought now. That living soil cover crop. Oh yeah, it helps the soil thrive. Yep. And the worms oh, like have dig all that stuff. You could chop yep. it down and feed it to the worms and add more layers of soil. Well, it's not even that. It's the amount of carbon that it's that it's able to. So all those plants are photosynthesizing, and if and if they're healthy, they're going to be able to put the carbon into the soil. And like what her point is, is you can't you can't keep up with that, even with like trying to, you know, what I mean, water stuff in every day and sugars in every you're never going to be able to keep up with what those plants can do all the time. So it's kind of like, so in other words, got me rethinking what, it, I guess, you know, what I'm saying like what nature does is way better than what man can do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so each one of those roots are going to be, you know, also having their own biology that they select for and like different species of plants will select for different types of biology. And so there's that line of thinking to it, too, is that, you know, if you have, you know, say six different types species of plants that are growing in the same pot with your cannabis, then. You know, I mean, your your diversity in biology should be a lot greater. You know what I'm saying? So each one of those plants is going to be producing a different type of a thing down inside the root, though, is what you're saying. Different type of exudate to attract different types of biology to, you know, to do what nice. you want, you know. 
that just sounds way better. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's struggles. It's not easy. There's a reason that I went away from cover crops too. Like, I, it's just, it, it's not easy. They bring, you know, what I mean, they bring pests. The fucking clovers. I had aphids all the fuck over my clovers, man. It had me freaked out. But none of them were on the cannabis plants. But they were the fuck all over the clovers, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. Wow. And that yeah. was inside your area. Yeah. Right inside and, there. And how the hell did they get in there? I don't know. They were like fucking magnets. Maybe they're in the seed. I don't you think about it, oh, an egg maybe looks just like the seeds like or they die on the leaves. Right alongside of it, wait till it grows, I'll just kill it. <laughs> Dude, well, let me caveat this. So my place is not 100% sealed. And it's, and it's not in the perfect place. It's like, it's in a it's in a barn in the middle of a field. And like, you know what I'm saying? So there's like, I get constant pressure. Like I had fucking, I had praying mantis in there. That I didn't put in there. I I have no fucking. That's awesome. badass. I have no idea. <laughs> I had tree frogs get in there. I've had toads come in there. Like I don't know where they came from. I had yeah tree frogs in there and uh, really. What's your yeah, growing lady method? Ladybugs. Ladybugs will come in naturally too. Um, but it's not a sealed building, so they're climbing in through the walls and shit. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. But it's kind that's, of that's that's wild. <laughs> So that's like you grow living soil method. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes. Did you... <laughs> it's Man, even open. Freaking beautiful, Smiley. Man. I, how, how's that last adjustment you did with the... Uh, did you do any kind of an adjustment on the jelly bean or did you get a test on that yet? The results? No, I'm gonna do a test in a couple weeks on it as it's more closer. Okay, I thought you'd already sent that. Yeah, they're doing yeah. right. It just got me thinking about it, you know, because mine's doing the same shit. I mean, it's just it's a tough plant to grow for some reason. It just doesn't. I'm not skilled enough to grow that plant yet. Is what I'm saying. I I, I need more heavy feeder. It's one. It's, I just think she's hungry. I know. can't understand her. I'm just going to pull it up out of the soil and go. She reminds me of what my ass. <laughs> I think she's going to yield, though, man. That thing's stacking bud like crazy. Big rocket ships. Well, that, that was the Tangy Land I showed her. Yeah. The, the Jilly's not doing... No. Not as good. My jelly is, yeah, my jelly is stacking up big spears, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. It's gorgeous. Smiley, you weren't. Go ahead. Is the jelly bean getting? Oh, I interrupted. Go on. Is the but at least answer the question. Is the jelly bean getting dense? Um, I don't know, man. They're like day thirty, so she's still kind of filling up. So we'll see. Okay, so I just had to get this in because I wasn't in front of the TV. But uh, were you just joking with the tree frogs, or is there? No, no, I'm not joking. They're literally. I'm actually kind of expecting them to come back. Like it seemed like they came in in the springtime. So what? What? What species is? Uh, what do they look like? I mean, they're not poison dart frogs, so I don't know what a damn 
Midwest. I find it on my computer. I I have the picture somewhere on my my Instagram. It's so crazy. I don't even know if I've ever seen like I'm saying in this. They're maybe the size of a quarter. Wow, this is yeah. crazy. This is blowing my mind because I never knew this existed. And I I always tell a story, and this is something I tell. One of those things, you know, like you tell other friends, you know, your relatives or you know other friends, and they're like, no, it didn't happen. My dad especially would say that. But when I was real little, you know, you're excited about bugs and you want to flip over stuff and look for bugs. And me and my friend were on a bug hunt. And I I got to this point where I said, I figured out to my friend, I'm like, hey, I I saw somewhere that bugs like to hide under rocks or uh, really heavy things. And we're kind of looking around like, what's, wow. (laughs) Put it up there again, smiley. Let me see that. Yeah, I got we a tree frog chilling on my tray there. Oh, man, that is so freaking cool. You know what that means. Quarter. Yeah, like the size of a quarter or something. Yeah, they can get through some small areas. They can. Yeah, yeah. I seen them for a few days. That was it. You know what I mean? I don't know. They're pretty elusive. Like They camouflage themselves and shit. They're hard to see. Whenever you see a frog in an area of like your property or something like that, that just means that you have a very conducive environment for good ecology yes if you have an amphibious frog in your area that means it's going right i've heard that that's like (laughs) coming to ecological studies they'll look at the number of frogs in the area because you can they're like a blessing you know what i'm saying in a way the problem in the water system the frogs will be gone (laughs) so right if your area is healthy, you'll have quite the array of uh, like lizards and frogs and mushrooms and I had a big like fat that. toad. There was a big fat toad that would sit underneath my blue mot dripper and he'd fucking he'd like dig a little spot in there and he'd like I don't know, he was dug himself in the soil enough that the worms were like right there and he would just like lean over and like slurp them up like freaking spaghetti. <laughs> whatever <laughs> he was like living like a king dude yeah he, he had worms right there he was happy as shit and the worms kept coming to him because he was sitting by the water he was by the dripper you know what i mean so like that's where they always <laughs> water is you know it was just that's fun. a smart frog man yeah that's dude he was life man it was fucking never got below 70 some degrees in there he's loving it all Job of the hut. Fucking digging. Uh, my apologies to anybody that tried to get in in the last little bit, <laughs> and I've just been wandering around. Like, la, 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 la. Choose green thirteen. thirteen. Long. How long you been sitting in there? Sorry, brother. Did I? Yeah, I ages. I was listening. I forgot I was even fucking in the queue. I was listening to what you were talking about. <laughs> I was listening to it thirty seconds ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> too funny welcome brother welcome welcome you say it pops you say up. It, i can give you access to or whatever but i don't know or sometimes it does everybody good yeah, yeah i'm good how are you doing good i was watching eagle watering his garden i was wondering if that was straight from the faucet or whether tap or whether that's like no nah. yeah that's oh, right from a spigot He's got, a right from he's, got, he's got a sump pump. He's got a filter. Did, I'm on a well 
And then, yeah, mm. I run it through a filter. Yeah, I remember now. You got that. You got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The RV you filter. Big Berkey filter. It's just water that filter, one. actually. Uh, RV filter. <laughs> yeah. Big Berkey. That's a killer filter there, the Big Berkey. God looks yeah, busy. Yeah. yeah. That's what I hook it up to. Yeah, that's wicked. Uh, hey. Hey, Green13, can you relate? Do you find tree frogs in your garden? No, but I was listening to what Smiley said, and there is a thing where they say, when you, got, when you see, like, one fungus gnat each time you go in, you're watering perfectly. Just one, maybe two, no more. Then your watering's on point. Mm. So it's along the, the similar lines of indications of, you know, the balance of things. Yep. It is tough to get that balance, man. I, I will say that. Like, I don't know. They always say that's the hardest thing for a new grower to learn. I say that's the hardest thing for any grower to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, and stay on top of and like be on point with because it's almost like a golf swing. Like, like I, I've played golf. But I don't know if you guys do, but it's like, yeah, like you get a good rip on a drive, right? And it feels got to follow through. Yeah. And then you, you go to keep your eye on the ball and follow through. happen that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it just don't go the same way. You know? I don't know. Sometimes. You picked an analogy I don't even want to touch. It was the thing I was most into in my life. Yeah, I played a lot of golf. A fucking lot. On, I love yeah. it. I love and, it. And extremely yeah. analytically, with a lot of data, I played, so I can tell you everything about my swing for years. Uh, I don't play anymore, but. Wow. Never got that deep into it. I was a natural golfer. Nice. I was not. <laughs> but each run's kind of like I, that, I, right, though, Green 13, where you're like, okay, you know, I, I had this at the end, end result, so next time I'm going to do this on the back swing and this or whatever, you know, or I'm going to change my grip or I'm going to do whatever. And it's kind of the same way each time you harvest, you're like, okay, this went good, you know, but I can do this better and I can change that to make this Going back to my swing from my first run in this bed. I'm like, right. That swing was the one that was knocking pins down. Let me see. What did I do on my first run in these beds? And I'm moving back to all those temperatures, all those settings, all that food yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is like that. Yeah, you're like, right. When I was in my peak, how was I rolling? What did I eat for breakfast? <laughs> I eat for breakfast. That's good. Well, it's like, I mean. So like, did you do well at golfing? Well, um, so no. But, <laughs> I mean. It puts 12 puts you in like the top 1% in the world, for example. But honestly, I was looking for six. So no, but I can play days of scratch golf, but I was always on my own and that had no meaning to me at all. I needed you to be watching me do that shit. Um, but actually I quit right. because psychologically it was not great for me in the end. Um, I, the thing is, <laughs> when you get into golf and you have to play matches, you're invariably <sighs> going to get put with someone on a Saturday morning with a prick who you don't enjoy the company of and have nothing 
in common with and you're going to spend the next five hours with him and he may even ignore you because it's a competition and actually every Saturday morning that just it got dry because in Britain like yeah there's a bit of a maybe a class divide and and it's not that I'm not of a class it's just that I don't fucking I'm not into that shit you know, we only just started I just women, played, for fuck's uh, sake. It's backwards as fuck. It's, yeah. It, it was a world diet. It turns out yeah, I wasn't a part of. I when I played, it was just to play with my friends and to smoke weed and drink beer along the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was all more, it was, yeah, it was all more of like a party day, you know, for me. And I just loved it because playing golf was just, it was a natural kind of fun. I'd love to, to do, go back to that. You know? I'd love to go back to that, but it's impossible. Once you've seen what it feels like, to, you know, certain things you can't like, oh, I'll throttle back then. You just, I'm just, I'm not that guy really. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're good at growing now because you have that kind of a mind. I guess. A lot of a times kind of break down the green. Right? <laughs> he's, he's, the green is in your mind. <laughs> but actually, I still take the long walks. I just take them with a dog now, not with like five grand's worth of golf clubs. Mm -hmm. How was that pup doing? Oh, ma amazing. She actually just ran through the house with yeah. mud. So I can't, she's in her cage, but amazing, <laughs> amazing. Like, we're now seven months in or seven and a half and it's turning into this much more. Are you able to she's a family take member. her out for a run yet? Can you take her out for a run yet? Is she past that break-in stage? We are doing that, but we're a bit careful because... There's this funny game. You just got to make sure their limbs don't get too bendy. But yeah, we probably overwalked her yesterday. She slept hard. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's become a real, like, we all understand each other a lot better. And the training is going well. And so there's quite a lot of joy with it now and a bit less destruction. She loved kill plastic. And like, I'm a guy, I want to keep plastic whole. If we've got to have plastic, don't fuck about with it. But she always wanted to kill my pots and bottles and yeah. <laughs> you got to get her a chew toy. Made of plastic. One that crinkles like that. That crinkles like plastic that'll take her away. From That's what I had to do with my dog. He was, uh, he wanted to start chewing on stuff that sounded like my plastic bottles and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I got them toys that had crinkly kind of plastic within it. And it took it took that desire away from the stuff that I didn't want him to chew on and took it towards that play. And, uh, the, the real reality is it's much like anything. You got to invest a bit and like get off your ass, take the plastic out of its mouth and give it a bit of wood. Then you you're cool. Yeah. No plastic was harmed. Well, my, Don't be my, so lazy. My my dog today, he was running around. He's a, he's about to be eighteen months old. Today he was running around with maybe about three or four uh, foot long, a meter long piece of four by four. I don't know inches to centimeters conversion. A, a four by four looks like three and a half piece long, and he's carrying it around uh, playing keep away with a damn fucking 
four by four in his mouth. <laughs> he he loves it's all, that four four. it's all that stupid shit that I'm like. Yeah. There's nearly nothing in my life that just makes me burst out in laughter. And like when the dog attacks me for some reason, I just find it hilarious. I think it's the front. Yeah. Like, come on, look at the size of me. Don't be... But it just cracks <laughs> me up. So, but it's good stuff. I'm really enjoying the dog. Awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything watered. That's the appeal nice. of uh, the organics right there. Check and done. No mix. Would it take about 15 minutes if they had to run through there? Water all that shit right down quick. Are you saying that, you know, but I've been championing this no till and chill hashtag. No till and chill. I just think it rolls. Anyway, it's the opposite of that. I'm either, I mean, I know I'm not ph and whatnot, but like what Smiley was talking about either. I'm either water in the top of the bed or the bottom of the bed, or I'm sprinkling something on, or I'm spraying, foliar spraying, I feel like I'm doing more now than I ever did. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't. Maybe you have to, is the question, Green Turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't want to play to 12 anymore, Smiley. I want to play off scratch, brother. So, yeah. Professor got... Smiley. <laughs> we can't contradict, you know, for organic growers, though, you can't contradict yourself by saying, like, all the, uh, synthetic growers they have their smartphones and you know they're they're away from their grows all the time and they have everything automated and this and that so a a hashtag no till and chill kind of sounds contradictory because then isn't that the same as the people that have it all hooked up you know they they get to chill too they're on their phone and honestly i've stopped using it because while it sounds cool we're all about sort of time with the plants, observing right. quietly, doing the, you know. So actually, no, it's not really a good hashtag. It just sounds good. I know. I, I, I just had to point that out because... I... For sure. For sure, your feelings were the same as mine. Okay. <laughs> it's more, it's much more fellowship. And actually, I want to be in there. Um, and I think they do better when I'm paying homage to them. That's my dad tills his garden every year yeah and like a few years ago it used to be black compost down two feet and then it would be sand and and silt now it's like one and a half feet and then you go to like sand or like clay huh. he over tills he's losing his organic matter mm. yeah it's yeah, it's, I, it's I can't dying. convince him not to, but he's old school. Till like that was the way they did it back in the day. But that's how they did it but, back in the day. Yeah. But like the oldest way would be no till. If you think about it, that'd be like the native way. But uh, yeah, I've I've seen it. he keeps adding chicken manure to his soil a little bit here and there, but that's about it. And it just it's super dark and rich and organic, but it's like it's changing. I can see it change over the last five five years. Just the, the layers are almost not there. Used to yeah. be deeper, deeper Gets organic loose. matter, now it's shallow. Well, the the air and that's in there. Let's um, 
biology work on the organic matter faster so it can remove it. It basically is releasing the carbon out of the soil and the CO2. It needs to add, add stuff to it. Add all leaves and freaking more Brown stuff matter. to that. Make it like a mound, mound it up almost. But yeah. The thing that, the thing I, that shocks no me way. the most coming from the brown guy 420 school of thought i obviously the only thing that i don't do that he did was i don't put loads of hay or straw on and honestly i cannot keep up with the amount of carbon i'm losing i am every run piling and i've said this before piling compost on there it loses so much matter like we're talking about this original soil mix and da 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 Shit, that'll all be gone in like 10 runs. <laughs> it's really like it's Your plants astounding are because I'm not <laughs> they're eating it and it's not doing one run a year in a greenhouse, you know, it's doing four runs a year and like it it vaporizes. So what it's the change is rapid, and that's what we're not talking about. In a in a four, three or four run a year what is that soil looking like really it's actually just compost and stones in the end because you've run everything else out surely or is it remaking well enough you know it's very difficult without adding it's very right. difficult without yeah. adding a lot of and organic you, matter you got top crop you got you got growth on the top of yours yep. too right yep. you got to mulch it so and, and sawdust i put in there and you know loads of compost right, right yeah to start with, I was like, let me get these compost pellets, these chicken shit pellets, because they'll, nah, I might as well just get the whole shit, because I need the fucking, you know, I need the mass, really. You must be growing some fire. It's just interesting. Doing all that, eating that stuff up. It's just interesting. <laughs> what do you think about crushed, uh, roasted lobster shells, like to a dust and egg shells in your soil? I think that's a good idea. Yep. Calcium. Yeah. Everything organic. Diverse, diverse organic inputs. Yeah, all the eggshells I touch to get roasted, cleaned, roasted, and just turned into dust, little pieces. Is it better to roast them down, or would it be better if you're like, you know, long-term bed like these guys use soil over and over to just wash the shells and add them into the soil for like more aeration you know let them break down a little bit slower and use them for a little bit more aeration well, that's you know, bigger pieces that's all i do because i'm as you say i'm expecting long term but um you're just trying to make sure there's no e coli on them yeah, that's why I say wash them off first. Wash them. Yeah, the, I think that little membrane is what you want to get out of there. There's that little membrane on the inside of the eggshell. And I think, like, when you hard boil one and you peel the eggshell off, that membrane is a hard boiled egg. That's one way you can do it that way if you're hard boiling them. But getting that, I think that membrane is what I've heard you want to get out of there or whatever when you wash it or whatnot. Well, usually, I don't, that's the only time I'm considering, to be honest, it's not, it's not actually boil it. Because 
Yeah, I'm not going through that extra mile to like wash out that slime and shit like that. Apparently, the worms love the grit. Like, yeah. Yeah, the ratio that you would have to add, though, Paul, might be different. So you'd have to consider that. I mean, I think as far as like an additive to try to reamend a soil, just I was just kind of jotting down some of it. But I mean, like, you know, that would be kind of like a bone meal. So, I mean, I just added, you know, 10 tablespoons of that to, you know, two cubic feet of soil or whatever. So. I think as far as like trying to cover a garden with eggshells like that, you're gonna need a fuck ton of eggshells to really do it right, you know. Well, I think Egan was about to say, I eat a lot of eggs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, if you eat a lot of eggs for sure, that might be your. But I don't know what volume you would have to put in there. That's what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? To meet the need of that oh. calcium or whatever demand. Wouldn't that at that point Again. something like gypsum be more of a available source of it? Yeah. Yeah, gypsum or calfos or bone meal. I don't know. They're all kind of similar, calfos and bone meal and all that. It's got to break down. But yeah, I mean, Again, I'm just thinking about using them. So, just as an additive, not like necessarily as a you know, base in the recipe. You know what I mean? Just hey, I've got a little bit here. Fuck it. Why not? You know, throw them in with the, you know, what I got here. Could it hurt? I mean, it isn't going to be a bad thing to just randomly add them. No, not at all. Not a bad thing at all. I think that's a good idea, actually. Can I ask, what are your um, your pots, your uh, sit pots, when you eventually clean them out or whatever, what does the bottom reservoir look like? Is it full of roots, as in actually full, or... Is there always still reservoir space? Do they fill with organic matter eventually? Um, are you asking me? I've, my, Anyone? I've never really, I only cleaned out a couple of them and it was because like the, the dirt fell in there. So like, instead of being able to pour two gallons in, I could only pour like one gallon in and it starts spewing out. So I knew there was some shit in there and that, that's what I found is it looked like the dirt fell through that screening or whatever. So that's why when I fill them now, I just put down uh, like brown paper bag, like, a, you know what I mean? Like a grocery bag or something that'll decompose, but it'll be there to kind of let the soil form structure so it won't fall through that grit right away. As you're Originally when it's wet, originally when it's dry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because as you're filling it, it's just falling through the fucking screen in the bottom and into the reservoir, you know? And it's like, so. I'm pretty sure I did the same thing on my worm bin when I started it, actually. Just put some cardboard over it. Yeah, a thin piece of cardboard, whatever. That brown cellulose stuff. It'll work. Layer of leaves from outside, you know, I guess. I was just, the reason I asked, I was just thinking about, I'm on my fourth run now, and I wondered what my, my pebble layer looked like. You know, I wondered if it was just, everything was just full of roots now. And it was all this pebbles and roots. But... Um, pebbles and roots would you say that's what you found was it just pebbles i can't look I, I can't look i just wondered okay that it is though in your situation because you got the soil right to that so they're going to naturally just go right into that yeah but then how much does that break down because i'm not struggling to still put liquid in there 
Although I put a lot less liquid in these days. Yeah. Is there a time that you would ever want to green 13, tear that apart, and just reset it? Nah, I already did it after the first run, if you remember. After the first run, yeah. there was a ducting through it with air conditioning running through it. But I couldn't I couldn't live mm -hmm. with the non-continuity of both beds being the same depth. I just couldn't live with it. And the, the one side didn't perform as well, so I dug it up and restarted it. But I won't do it again, no. I guess when you bury me so, in there, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a bummer. You guys were talking earlier about, you know, how between each run, you kind of look to see what there is, you know, what it is you can tweak. And I've always said that, you know, for me, that, I, that judgment for me is in that pot. It's not necessarily what I got up top. How it turned out, but chop that thing down. And again, the old routine. Take that thing outside, chuck it down, and chuck that 10 gallon out into the fucking yard. And I stomp that bitch out. If that thing isn't, you know, root bound almost, if it, it isn't wrapped around that 10 gallon as tight as I think I can be, I know my job is not complete. You know what I mean? I could have worked oh, that girl oh, a little harder. Or the genetics or on something. Right. There's room for more. <laughs> No, no. I think it, it's more to on my part. I could have trained her a little bit longer, you know, let her run a little bit longer, maybe scrogged her out, or maybe even fed her, you know, supersize that root zone. Or watered better or whatever. Know? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's always something to be done there. And that's, for me, that's the engine. You know what I mean? The other top is like the intake, you know, the fucking supercharger taking everything in but yeah everything is being done it's underneath <clears throat> the magic and and the funny thing is what you're saying is i know a new grower who just done his first couple runs and i know without even being asked or told the first thing he did was exactly what you said he wanted to see it and we all did it i bet we all did it let me see how that shit went on you know and like you do make judgments on yourself for sure. So, yeah. But why were you going to say it? Because I can't look at my roots. Yeah, because you're in the beds there. It's tough to, you know, accurately. Do you find it's tough to accurately judge how well you go? There's no way to do it at all, is there? Stalk, stalk, stalk thickness, Mendo dope style. I do put a lot of judgment in that. Like, I know. I know apparently like it's not all about girth and whatnot, but I think it might be. It's a big pipe of nutrients, isn't it? We'll just start paying attention to them and you'll see differences for sure, man. And you start picking up on it and you can see the plant differences in the plant too every time. I think it's a good indicator. Uh, GML does that too. He always talks about how you should see the stems double in size in the first three weeks. <laughs> Or first two weeks, I think, even. To show some to some real impetus. Well, that's kind of his measure to say, yeah, it's stretching on pace to hit quality yields. You know what I mean? So he's always looking at it as a measure of hitting that highest 
gram per watt you can or whatever. So, yeah, because I've heard him make that comment. If the stem didn't double in size in the first two weeks, it's kind of like you did something wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they're not great genetics. <laughs> yeah, it might be. But there's something to that. No doubt. Yeah, funnily enough, Eagle, my wife and I even talked this week about pots. Like, missing pots. I, I, we aren't doing a U-turn. But the conversation was had. I mean, she told me, fuck off. But you just <laughs> fucking... But there are lots of good things about pods. But there are lots of good things about beds. <coughs> them, them being in there together, actually, is more important to me than the no-till thing. The, the, them, the communication thing, it, sure. it feels really... Yeah. That feels, it feels like it's got power to me. I bet it does. Mm. I've often wonder if it was just a cost factor that we don't use clay pots, to be honest with you. I love clay pots. I think from a watering point of view, there's something special about a clay pot. I mean, if you think about it, they're just, a, you know, they're the original air pot sucking the moisture out of the pot and help drying things out. Mm. My problem with the clay pot was... Smashing them. I did. No, I did, I did have them at first, and I was using them, but when I went to transplant, <coughs> the roots literally grabbed onto the pot. So it was like I lived, I had to go in with a knife and cut around the edge. So I felt like I was hurting the plant before I even transplant, you know? So it was, it was more of a, it was more of a challenge because even at the very bottom of it, it was stuck to that too, you know? So it was more of a challenge to transplant it. Uh, it is, yes. As a matter of fact, it is. And on 420, I'm nice. going to smoke to me some of my crazy hazy. So finish off the Cheers, yeah. I didn't realize I've been rocking out the dance song over here. I was talking about Reed 13's dog. <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna take off for the night. It was good hanging out with you guys. Yeah, man. Have a good one, Eagle. <clears throat> Johnny Canna Seed, Smiley, take it easy. Red pill. Have a good night. Thank you guys. Take care. All right, man. Until next time. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Yes. Good to see you then. In the in the group again soon. <clears throat> Four twenty. I'm hitting mine again. So it's four twenty in a few days, right? Uh, next week, yeah. What you got planned, Eagle? Twenty-four hours. I'm still planning. Still planning. 
Is it twenty four so this year? There's so many this year. I seen where I was in another chat. Uh, imitation, is the, <laughs> imitation is the biggest form of flattery. So. <clears throat> I thought it, it was funny though. I was saying something. I it was my fucking chat. It was my fucking chat last night. Holy shit! I was yeah after Red Pill after I signed out and fucking Red Pill was running shit. I was hanging in chat and I started dropping a little bit of hints on who was gonna be there. And somebody was in chat and was like, "Yeah, there's like four or five of three, four or five of them this year." And I was like, "Yeah, I was first though." <laughs> so what? I was first. I was the first one to do it. Damn it! Come back to mine this year. Damn it! So yeah, I was. I was a. I was a little smart ass last night. That's when chat is for man. You hide in chat and talk shit. It's fine. Trouble is, you brought everyone up now. So. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. But yeah, we've got some good guests coming for sure. And I can at least repeat, you know, some of the ones. I don't want to drop too many of them, but man, I got, I got a few. I'd let, I'd repeat the ones I dropped last night. Of course, Reader Steve will be here. Uh, 420. Kevin Jodry's popping back on. Mendo Dope is supposed to be here. So, and that's just. Yes, Mendo Dope is Mendo Dope. gonna be a fun day it'll be a fun day i'm trying to bring together as many as possible <coughs> hoping to see a lot of not just a the you know what we call think is you know big stars but a lot of people that's come on last year in the last year you know that things have changed in the last since the last four twenty you know it was opening it was open to past guests last four twenty you know what I mean? Which was pretty, pretty limited. But this year, you know, there's a lot more people under the belt, you know. At some point, yeah, it's, it's going to be hopefully a busy day. That's cool, man. I'm like, wicked. Yeah. I got some seeds to give away for that day, too, so. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, Is that again or not? Or not? Yeah. All right, yeah. I just fucking uh, got a, another delivery from SoCal. Make sure you pass out for you guys. And I got some other beans. I can, I can, we can we'll definitely give out some beans on 420 for sure. Yeah. For sure. Are those more Mendo Locos from SoCal or do you do something different? Did something different with these. He said Mendo Loco times Joshua Tree. I'm impressed with that Mendo Loco, man. That thing's been growing. She's she's a beautiful plant. Beautiful plant. Very vigorous. Outpacing all kinds of other plants. With, uh, Did you see SoCal's latest video? She's not just stretchy in the structure, though. Like, she's vigorous, but it's all, all her branches are just like, she's strong, dude. It's crazy. Hope she throws weight. Yeah. She did. My, my original one did, man. Fucking big old fat, hard nugs, super fuely. Fucking, mine had that nice locomotion, kind of fruity fucking scent to it. Fuely, fruity, fuely kind of smell. 
had that blue diesel plunger kind of thing to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked it, man. I actually passed that to Med Grower One, and uh, he did a live air, on air report of it, a review of it. He's of the smoke. Board. Yeah, nice. across the board, man. Med Grower One, I, I thought that was pretty good from uh, a fellow beer. Yeah, oh shit. Dig it. That's in fire right now, so I'm excited. Yeah. Back there too. Just took some cuts off it and chucked out oil in there. Yeah. Oh. Things are getting backed into a, a decent back running correctly. That's how I feel, brother. <laughs> it's where I, I'm in the window. Yeah. And and really enjoying it. Like it is doing all the things we've discussed. It makes me feel good and therefore I'm doing a good job and I'm diligent and like they appreciate it. And yeah, it's, it's that whole loop that's like, oh this <laughs> John Gorski talking about me fucking uh, drinking star sipping on a Starbucks the other night. My daughter works at Starbucks, man. Last time I went down there, she, <coughs> every time I go down there, it's kind of funny. It's not. It's funny, but it's not funny because she gets she gets a pound of coffee every week for working there. That's one of her perks. It's whatever kind. So she don't drink a lot of coffee. She saves it for that. So when I see her. She she walk up to me and go, it's been this fucking long since I've seen you. <laughs> so, <laughs> she measures it. it lasts, in yeah, pounds well, of yeah, coffee. Yeah, last time it was fucking eight pounds of fucking coffee. I was like, oh, it's been that long? It's, it's pretty funny that you're talking about it. My coffee machine's broken, so I'm all on the old manual and I'm here with my I like that's I the like best. A machine. <laughs> yeah, I know people point. think that. That's not what You're I want. Not I want a, shit I want a machine coffee. Press, are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's not as good as machine coffee, man. I want that pressure. That's a dirty lie. That's a dirty lie. I know. I know. I know. Man, I can <laughs> drink that machine coffee all day long, all fucking day long anymore. Man, I drink me one of them things, just one of those things of a French press. Man, I'm doing a 1920s fucking skit and shit. Yep, that fucking shit's going to get me more high than the weed I'm smoking. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's extreme. And I think it's because you make so fucking much of it as well. Like, yeah, fucking put loads in. I think it's just because it's soaking <laughs> in the bottom of it. I don't know. It's in that froth. That froth off the first, you know, that first plunge that look, it's almost like a beer head. You know, there's that. I think that's where it's all at. That's my favorite cup, too. <laughs> the <up>. extract. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. Yep. laughs> 
good. See, you do enjoy a French press. Now, I drank it for years. When I was in the office, I had a mini one, little plunger by the desk the whole time. It's just occurred to me, though, I don't even think you should put boiling water in there, should you? Probably should be below that temperature. They suggest, I thought they suggested boiling water. Do they? Okay, that's what I've always done. It just came to me because I pulled it back out of the cupboard. I remodeled the I remodeled the coffee machine. I haven't beaten up a piece of machinery in ages, but we have super hard water. Shit like that don't last too long. Pretty bad around here too. I think it's like we, we well we haven't got a lot of rain up here, man. Not a lot of even snow this year. Can't, I can't I imagine it's as hard as our water or something. We literally got rocks coming out of it. Yeah. Where'd you get it? It's shipped in. It's piped in, right? Don't come from fucking Vegas. <laughs> they actually, they don't, they, uh, is it pumped in from Colorado River or is it, they hit that, uh, I thought T-Moon Pickens went it, deep into that. It comes that, out of the Boulder uh, City Dam, I think. I come, I think it comes out of the dam. Like uh, like me. Yeah, they got they got dead bodies, all kinds of shit down in that water, you know. Big old fish that could yep. swallow a Volkswagen. <clears throat> Get like that. I heard a story one time they were going down to check on the dam and, and they said that they got down in there and there was fish that were that were so big, they were freaking intimidated and they said they couldn't be down there because they thought they were going to be fish food. In fresh water, that's kind of crazy. Swim with the fishes. Yeah. So, Mr. Smiley, how are you feeling, man? You look a little better today. Feeling a little better, yeah. Kind of well. I had a weird head cold thing set in. I don't know. My girlfriend came back from spring break with it, and yeah, a couple days later, I had it. <laughs> COVID. No, no. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not the first to say it. I'm Pretty sure if I went in and got tested, they'd tell me it was. But. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, uh, seeing that we are in the wormhole right now, um, I I saw somebody take a look at one of the um, lobs that they shove up your nose, and they they scraped off some of it onto a piece of paper, and they put alcohol on it, and the damn thing literally lit up like a light. The little flecks and flakes that they had on there, it was like they glowed in the dark. They put it in the dark and they still had the magnifying glass and the phone sitting on it, and you could see it glowing on the paper or on the plate. Kind of makes you wonder what the hell they're testing. You with. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. That's the so, uh, part. 
So, so I don't know, man. Maybe. I don't know. When I saw that, I, I just went about that shit when I got tested. I was like, damn, they just gave me that shit. <laughs> I didn't even fucking think Came of that until me. now. I can't fucking believe. I'm sitting here thinking, fuck. But I had to get tested because of my kid. So there's nothing I really could have fucking done about it. I mean, how far do they shove it up your nose in uh, Britain? Oh, way. You know, fuck Do they hell. tickle you your mind? Do they tickle your mind? They're swabbing they go up? Now, I thought. Weren't they swabbing people's buttholes? <clears throat> and then they live under uh, no. something there. It's in China. That's in China. It's only in Michigan. Only American... Uh, only their accurate tests. Uh, drop uh, only American people that go. <laughs> American uh, people that went over there. They get over it. And they said, oh, sorry, you guys weren't supposed to get that treatment. <laughs> it's not right, man. It's not right. They start talking about swabbing buttholes, and I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Reminds me of uh, idiocracy. Yeah, we got to go across the country and swab everybody's butthole. Like, really? Like, that's your plan? (laughs) (laughs) What's this, a Biden thing? (laughs) Really? That's your plan? Right, like, who came up with that one, dude? I don't know, man. Coast to coast. Personnel to pull that off. Joke on you. (laughs) <laughs> that home test do yourself <laughs> oh my god horrible whatever <laughs> yes yes it is <laughs> I didn't know it was going to go there <laughs> reminds me of uh, in the movie Idiocracy when he goes to the hospital he doesn't know what what the hell happened and the guy uh, behind the counter, and he gives him like three little sticks. He's like, "Here, this one's for your mouth. This one's for your butt." And then he puts the one in his mouth, and he's like, "Oh wait, no, no, no! Wait, this one's for your butt. That one's for your mouth." And he just <laughs> put the one in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna crash out though, guys. It's fucking been fun smoking down, chilling out, yeah, getting that time. It is. It's odd. I see 4:44 every time when I go to bed. It's like almost the. I was looking at the clock. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be right on time for that again. <laughs> I still keep seeing 8:08 everywhere, and I'm so Look. fucking skinned. It means you gotta go to Hawaii. Yeah. That's what that totally means. Happily. <laughs> He's like happily. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the area code for Hawaii. Is 8:08? Right. Come on. There you go, man. Yeah. Oh, cool, guys. 808 rooting prospects. Yep. Peace out, man. Eagle. Time to close the place down? Probably so. Uh-oh. Probably so. Yeah, another day. Sounds of like a plan. Fun tomorrow. Another day of fun tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm going to peace out then. Thank you, Eagle. Another fun yes, night. brother. Mm-hmm.
Mm. Cheers, and, uh, guys. Yeah, shout outs to everyone in the chat. Yes, yeah. red pill. Thanks. Thanks for holding her down last night, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, letting me steer the wheel. Out of shit. Time. I'm gonna, and I'm really excited about 420 too. So yeah, I hate holidays. They're actually really bad. I hate them. But this one, this is what everyone must feel about Christmas. 420 is my Christmas, really. It's like, <laughs> right. even if nothing goes down, it's a joyful thing. That's my front door. See you guys. Peace out. All right, then, yep. Well, you, you got a big day ahead of you tomorrow? Man, tomorrow's not so bad. Not so bad. I wish I were actually going to be fucking sticking that tile to the wall tomorrow, but uh, you're still prepping like for it. Be there. Yeah. Well, no, not but prepping. They still haven't uh, made their final decision <coughs> on uh, what's going on. What's going up? Oh. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see. I've seen samples again today. They still got their homework to do. I call that I call that their homework. They're supposed to have their homework yeah. done before I show up. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was done, Johnny. I mean, actually yeah. I know what I know but what that's I'm like. Told, man. I'm told they'll have it by five tomorrow. So I'm gonna I had something like that. Loose ends and make sure everything's ready. No excuses, no waiting on me. You know what I mean? I that's the way I like to leave it. They ain't waiting on me. I can I can walk away with a good conscience if the yep. materials aren't there. You know, what I mean? they ain't waiting on me. That's your fault. That's what I tell. That's what I always tell customers too when they ain't picked up shit. I'd be like, oh, don't bother me none. We were obviously waiting on you, so. I was painting a house one time. These people could not make up their mind about how they wanted the sunk in and the pop outs on, on their house to be painted. And I ended up painting those six different colors and you know and that's a lot of when you're cutting lines in on on stucco that's you know there's a lot of work involved in that that's not just little and you know and after i gave them the bill they kind of looked at me well how come it's a little how it seems a little high and i says well i wasn't the one changing the mind i said we had a color at the beginning i says you changed it every time you change it that added just a little bit more I said, I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> I said, One, I painted the color you wanted. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how that sweet goes. Sweet old lady, do the same thing to me, Johnny. Spoiled painting for everybody after that, because like I, I, I'm all the, I'm, I like to think I'm pretty good at a lot of things I do, and paint I can cut in with the best of them. I like to think. You know what I mean? But, man, that one lady, I had the same experience. But, you see, that's not something I enjoy doing. I'd rather be doing, you know, other things. 
but you know, I will take on painting. I, like I said a couple days ago when we were talking about the building the grow piece by piece, step up, step up, step up. Yeah. And I was referring to my, my business there. I did the same thing. You know, that meant painting, whatever, you know. Well, I didn't turn anything down back in the day, man. If I had tools to do it, well, I put that shit on the schedule. I'll be there. You know what I mean? I was on the but it was, yeah. painting was on the list until that sweet old lady. And I was like, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I got anything to do better than painting. I was so steamed about that. Malta, I, she had me paint that room three times, three different colors. She let it all go up because she couldn't vision it. Just like, you know, two walls together, you know, paint that, that corner up. She couldn't picture it like that. She had to see the whole room just come in. Again, <laughs> <laughs> you're picking out the colors. I'm not to blame. I mean, lines are straight. Everything's cut in, but, you know, Time I was done with it, I was like, I never painting again. Left a sour taste in your mouth with all my, I, I almost paint, burned paint. all my canvas tarps and shit. That's hilarious. You burned your tarps there. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, painting was always part of my projects because there was always more to it, you know ripping walls out, putting windows in, and there was always paint involved. And after I got started on the painting, a lot of the times they ended up saying, do you mind painting the rest of the house? Okay, yeah. <laughs> painting I can do, prep work I hate, fucking sanding, sanding fucking sucks. Every oh. bit of it. I'm one of those weird people. I. I enjoy the demolition of it, the getting started, the getting stuff ready for the next step, getting into the next step and then finalizing with the paint and, and having it be in the masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? It's just... See, right there, I'm right there with like, you too, Johnny. But that, me, I like that full necessary. picture kind of... I can't do it. Like if I'm like trimming stuff, yeah, yeah. If it's right there on the bench, I'm scuffing everything up. But for me, that sanding though is like on a project. I don't mind sanding on a project, bringing her home grade by grade, getting right. smooth, raising it to that part last time, smoothing her out. Yeah. Later in my career, I fucking I actually abandoned a lot of handstanding. Unless I needed to and went to like card scraper. If you ever worked with a card scraper, it's like fucking it kind of leaves nice curls. And you can that's the shit. I don't, shit out. Oh. That makes my back fucking uh, like I don't mean her, I, you know, like chalkboard. It's the same with sanding. I just, ah, uh, I just don't want all that fucking, yeah. Too much friction, huh? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The grit or the dust or something. I just, Fuck sanding, man. Painting I like. That's when you're bringing it home, cleaning it up, final things. Yeah. But to be honest, if I'm honest, I'm not like either of you. I like the bit right at the end where you're rolling a joint and sitting down. 
<laughs> we all like that part. <laughs> Actually, again, yeah, and later in my career, man, I got to more where I was appreciating and working backwards with my skills, you know. I actually I have a lot of the routers and shit like that, but man, I really started appreciating like the old school methods of like the card scraper, pulling back, you know what I mean? Oh, Next yeah. Girls, wood. You can really smooth, smooth something out like that, or hand planes, all the nice curl of a nice wood when you're working that. Oh, man. And by the way, I got some beautiful hand planes that I've collected over the years. So that's like one of my second pride collections. Like, it's right now, they're probably three. You know, my knives, my hand planes, I've got some nice collection of hammers. But man, my hand planes, I have some hand planes that date back into the 1800s. And man, I'm telling you, what, some of them things. Some of them irons, They're pretty. Them original irons. Oh man, they cut so much better than like fucking a Stanley. You buy like a, you know, nice hand plane now. Some of them are, man, one of them old ones. Actually, man, they are just cat's ass still. Man. I, I actually treat them like gold. <laughs> They're in a special box that keep I keep locked. Nothing touches them. I only get them out for special projects. Love for the that's awesome workers, man. if i'm if i'm in like an antique shop I, there's two two things i look for again in the antique shop if i'm like rolling through there what hand, hand planes and knives old like swords and shit like that that's where i'm looking at like oh it's <laughs> a hand plane in my recollection when i was trained to use one that's all about getting the setup right like you can go to town and do your work once you get the blade in the right place at the right all shimmied up correctly then you're on you get it wrong it it's will be bad once you get it that is a skill in, though, man. It's in that moment of working the wood makes you feel it's like, like cutting butter yeah I like watching those old antique shows where they're doing the the old woodwork. You know, when they're they're literally using those knives and stuff, and they're and they're just oh shaping up, making chairs, and just it's impressive. I really love uh, that kind of craft. Woodworks, you might you ever want to watch or see woodworks? That's probably Uh, the one I'm talking about. His name was uh, Mike, something Marks. Uh, I can't remember his first name right now. That guy would do some beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yeah, I spent, yeah, he used to spend uh, all the amount of time before, all the same amount of time that I spend on cannabis these days before I started growing. That same amount of time was fucking. This old house, woodworking, woodworks, fucking yes. Oh my god, I lived, in, shop, I lived in those channels. All that shit, man. Oh, I just, oh yeah, every Saturday and Sunday, I'd just be like engulfed. Don't even bother. I lived man. in those in garage, fucking watching these shows, building something. That was yeah. Really <laughs> right there. 
Yeah, that was me with golf, man. It was like all that energy and it's energy that we produce and put bury into something. Man, I know golf like I know growing even more, even more. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely carpentry for me. It's definitely carpentry. I still got it all. I still I have all the equipment. I still have the love. I'm waiting to set all that stuff up. It's, uh. Man, I had I had dreams of a wood shop. I mean, I had I had plans of all the tools and everything that I was going to build for myself, and you know, and just never came to it. That's incorporated in the dream there, Johnny, for me. You've ever heard yeah. me lay out that that uh, that building for me? It's a fucking 80 by 40 building, whole barn. Oh, yeah. 40 I by 40, they grow. Yeah, yeah. 20 by 40, the fucking work, the workout area. And the last 20 by 40, fucking woodworking shop with a fucking overhead door that I pull shit in, unload, and load up my fucking pieces and pull them motherfuckers out. Then you'll have to have shit, another. You'll have you to have another spot. Nope. You'll have to have another spot, Eagle, where you can take your scraps from the woodworking and reincorporate that back into your plant. I'll post them up, maybe somehow chip them up or something like that. Put them in a worm bin. I collect um, wood shavings. That's your. From a yeah, local sawmill, and uh, the hardwood shavings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's good for the worms. They like that. Well, what I do is in my outdoor compost, when I put a layer of green on, so let's say cut the lawn, then I put a layer of wood shavings on as well. So you've got a fifty-fifty ratio of green and brown, and so it's a beautiful way because those those hardwood shavings are great make good rich yeah. compost down the line the worms will get in that definitely and the sawdust being already chewed up it's already in a fine state you know actually so, more than that what i actually did was i took a whole bucket a whole bin full of those wood shavings and soaked them for like 60 days in em1 so when they compost they actually also pickle the compost so it's a whole Good deal. That's cool. Great process. Well, Eagle. Yeah, I'm gonna time to start the day. Yeah, that was a fun little uh, after, after, after. <laughs> yeah, wander off right, into then. another conversation. I, I know. I, I love woodworking and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, Always, always an awesome time to be here hanging out with you. Yeah, always a good night hanging out here. Green 13, you've been missed, my friend. I was going to check on you. I was going to check on you. You've been absent too many days. I start to wonder. I start yeah. to wonder. I was right where I was going to need checking on, but yeah, I'm reignited. I'm good. So, love, great to see you. Chat, thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Take care, brother. Thank you for popping in.
you're still listening. Those of you who are still hanging out, thank you. Thank you very much for hanging out. Roll through here, get my shout out. Everywhere. Where the fuck is it? I think it's right here. I think it's right here. Some here, some there. Books falling apart again. Need to do a reading. You guys keep up. I, I need to put it down in digital form. Just like a bunch of you very smart gentlemen tell me to do night after night. A little bit hard headed about some shit if you haven't noticed. Terribly hard headed about some shit if you haven't Watch my goofy ass, I guess. I don't know why. Do these shout outs. Not so bad, sir. How much respect to you, man. Been here for a very long time, man. I can't thank you enough. Cheddar Bob, nice to see you this morning as well. Get some music going here because you know I can't do it rambling out by myself. All right, I need to get this. That's another thing, man. I'm glad to. Getting this garden back on track, man. Things, things seemed up and down, round and round, but just for a minute, seemed to be steady, steady as she goes. It's a little everlast. Cheers, Joseph. Are you on the list? I don't think you are. You are now, my friend. Thing. <laughs> Dig the YouTube commercial. These are used to Spotify, I think. Man, they got a shitload. One, one, one Everlast song. The ten, ten tool. I think it's the bearded. Uh, I think it's this one you guys were talking about earlier. This cover of the Tool song. This is uh, Dane Grower actually suggested this one a long time ago. This is I almost like this one, especially with the headphones on, better than the Tool version. And I like hearing that. There's dogs, you can hear all kinds of cool shit in the background. It's all filmed on a like, rooftop. It's really cool. Thank you, Dave. Dave, grow up for us, Justin. Oh, here we go. What's up, cool brother? Year plus, you've been gone. I still miss you, man. I miss those late night conversations. Uh, not just by me, but many. D's House of Dank, Mama Law 710, Scare Grove 420, Green Dumb Bum, Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical McCulloch Cuddy, sorry, Medical McCulloch Cuddy, Rick T the Rebel, 9G207, Fabian Salinas, Dave's not here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye Jedi, Grows, Mother Nature, Dugston Conley. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Justin Conway, Duckweed, Runboy7426, Justin Gooder, Strongman, Okie Grower75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mole Vision 420, Kuzio, Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S, In the Bushes 827, James Siemens, Kevin Hines, World's Last Hope, Pats Fan 420, Bio Mentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kenneshiva, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Jab Goblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, 710, Can of Queens Unite, Stabby Tanase, Fumador, Dirt Man Dan, Keith Black Sales, Mr. Bolsa, Zen Premium Gardens, Rasta Bob, Rasta Jeff, Soil Premium Gardens, Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Door Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Grows, JC, Monitor Genetics, SoCal Weedner, John Last, PPJ 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple. Cheers to you, my friend. Looking, at, looking forward to hanging with you this festival season perfectly imperfected dollar tree growers t1 productions dang grower thanks again doa grow meds we miss you too brother this nudie grows i grew some johnny canacy nutrient shootouts naughty nick mckee zoe and slammer and then why pixel monkey st bernard's observation boots clover 420 high spy aldridge 25 miss madam t hopefully you're feeling well stew moo mo grower the can of crate loki grows sus this guy burton 79 79 polish hammer midwest outlaws 31 voodoo ultras fresno nerds cali connections wolverine grower big jar grows Jimmy One for Life, Laid Way Back Farmer, D Block, MMP, Nations Creations, Ember Lalana, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sicky, Rob, Big Day 420, Big Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Metawani G3, Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkling, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, B, B2 Crazy for you, BG, WG420, Dr. Bonswell from Thumb OG. Hopefully you've been, you're okay, brother man. It's been a minute. Hopefully you are just on a different schedule. Arthro, since Amelia, Arthro, just face 420, Beast Post 420, Sir Howe, Trey Balone, keep it real. Hagerton 420, Zeb Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BT, Devil E, Grows, Bingus. Miss you, man. Where the fuck are you? Green Machine RX, cheers to you. Your new name as well. Yeah. Live on air. Green Puffin Man, Alex Boyk, Jeff, Chef Life, School of Crop, Cuz I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oki, 100-212, as real 100-212, Annie Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me Off Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Sailbot Wins, Kingdom Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mayor Jansen, Red Gardens, Dreamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 619 to 6, Spaniard, Cougar, Jones at the Grove, Pop G Grows, Raz Amy Joe Grows, Cass, the, the Grove from your heart podcast, Lily Luna, Green Men Flock, Jeremiah, Miranda, Stony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Isom, P. Wynn, David, Colby, Mason662, Scroggy McScroggleton, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, The Chad and Brad Family, Farmers, Polly P, Kevin Jodry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Sinslin, Home, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Mystic Mains, Joe Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sartell, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, Dan the Indoor Man, Slow, Dan the Indoor Man, Roll Meets Homies, I'm going to skip the roll, Hamilton Girls, Clip Smoke, 
Kenneth Flags, Keystone, Kenneth Flag, PA, sorry, Keystone, Fake High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, H2 Hustle, Fred Darn Carlos, North Arizona, Big Girl, No Sellout, Jesse White, Castine, Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Southwood, Jay, Fixin Robin, Killer 8, Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, Pharmacy, Seed and Bank, Deadhead, Smoking 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Moyer, and Morte, Ricking, and Stephanie Dora, Tennessee Seeds, Five Carries, K, Mike Rubens, and Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Move, Pavico 719, Make the Shake, baby, Old Smoke. Pop PWC Grown Buds, Lore Wash, Miss Weed Blood, Old School, Rower Chad, Westport, cheers to you and much respect as well. Honcho Grown, Floor Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound, Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Watch Me, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years Tradition, Mr. D. Connolly, Pim Jam, McBodyface, Show Me Scratch Watch, Fuck Google Andrew, I'm Going Well, Canadian Restore, Purdue Farmer, Call Wright, Zephner, Homo Farms, Tannery Farm, Seldom Teams, Oak Park Garden Tale, 9782 Skunky Packs, Marshall Artist 2012, Micro Slave Hafner, Danny McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green, Fingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Rancher Coach, Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chaplin, Bobby Lynn Means, Trent Sneer, Mag, Mr. Mag, Tony Light Baloney, Miss Bill S, Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, 2000 Years of Tradition, Cause I Fucking Missed It Again, I guess, Minty, Country Roots, You're on Fire, Genetics, Ear Creeper, Big Gray 420, Teeny Weenie 101, Guns and Hazards, Mr. Club 14, Bearded B Man, 616, Null Up North, Max Grooman, Ruby, Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Valley Real, Jennifer Steele, Canvas 03, Turn Farmer, Jen, San, Shannon, Steven Schiff, Carlos Latino, Skater Country, Mr. Speed, Will Steve, Firesaw, Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross Bob, White Feather Grows, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Dane, K-Man Grows, BX Gunner, Smith, Duke Newton Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Mills, Dane Contendo, Wild Wild Cannon Grow, Fall Dog, Huron, Cannon, Brownsville, Lisa Paris, Rock Fam, Justice Mick, 420, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, Hi Boy, Your Bill Man Grows, Wheat Weed Growing, Australian Grows, Love for the Plant, Argo, Marin, American, Spot Poker, Unfrozen, Caveman, Hawaii's Highest, Surf Crab, Microgroom, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Gross, Dane Grove, Drink, Brownies, that is, Dandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Forging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Million Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, These Bags, Throne Star, Shotgun Willie, Thank Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sherbro Gross, Clackamas Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Life 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Stinking Colas, Dylan Stein for PFC Farms. Uh, Sir Ha, I just remembered your song. I'll play that tomorrow. PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Gross, 707, JA Droves, J420, Cascadian oh, Gross. T Toes McGee and this guy talking in the background about whatever. Four Blades, A Weedworks, Captain Scrog, A Skunk Buds, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, Gaston Tempe, Annie N, The Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11 Smiles, 11 Bindu Buds, Michael Ross, and Plenty, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Gross, Evergreen, G's Friends, Tree, MMJ, Man S, Same Ball, Dragonfly B, Travis, Justin Meds, 
Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Trenton Seattle, Chronic Seeds, King, Chronic Titans from Blessed Coast Seeds, Django Gas, we're bathroom for life, John Smith, Tommy Trico, Spoken King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelberg, Into 11, Stephanie V, Sheriff, Pulley 989, Von Braun, Sovereign Garden, Stoner Nation, Floor 20, Joe Y, Bugs 1313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Jamid, The Chat, Mr. Manny D, Banksy, Dr. GGC, Jeff Shredder, 911, Dutch Grows 420, Scallywag 420, Skill Bowl 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Co., Bergoli, Lost Leaf, Leo Mass, Danny Danko, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK, John Trinidad, Looney Jester, Smoking Miss Small Town, Tim Ness, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation, Freedom, Robert Hazleton, Dorm, Michigan Quarry, Double Tap Farms, Mr. Green Thumb 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, Kane Above, Starbuck, 8 Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T Ben, TM 42696, Root Nut 619, Hammer D Nails, Cameron Dr. Scrambles, BB Moonrock, GHFWJ, Bio Green, Stuff Grower 56, Hanky Sinky 420, OG, KP, Your Ganja Nana, Your Mama, Georgia Joe, Roz, uh, Roy Rodriguez, Be Growing, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Bee Grows, Ganjo, The Wizard, Husky Guards, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Oots, Oil Life, So Poor Life 420, Dr. Or Bull Poor Life 420, Jeff 420. Viva 698, Dr. Franklin Booty, Ted's Test, Goddamn I'm Bake, The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jeff, Jack Greenstock, 42420, Boom Farms, Charlie Farms, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Garden, JT, Misty's Nug, Smoking Grove, Frazier, Grogoski, Twisted Roots, Pity Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolve, 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Stamp, CTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP, 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper, 420, Ken, Flying Cat 420, Lighted Up Again, Tim, UKSIF, Buddha Boy, Devon Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Buddsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dank Man 420, Dank Man Dad, Grand Central Farms, Good Luck, Tony Bell, TGB, Most Hated Grower, Major General 420, American One, W Digger 714, Sharate, Kenny Ozen, X Mountain Skies, Ready Hit That, I Five, Chris Mertz, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant, Sergeant Live, Hepafay, Can't Bring Your Lakes, Finest, Rich Pass, Dozer Moods, Other BT Grower, Choose Medical, Terry Bear, Plus One, Mushroom, Secret City Pioneers, My Little Ten, 2042 Spacewalker, Christian Tree Mom, T Barrington, Art and Soul Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Huggy Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Liptis, My Manasso Farms, Pacific Northwest, Roscoe, Paul, Lemahoko, French Digger, Rudy's Use of Life, Richard 420, Grant Manuel, Mary Band, Sammy Sizzle, 81, Nine Eights Colas, Chris Moe. Uh, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, Dekan Brew, Cannon Nation, JJ Wires, Rob Wobby, Sean Benz, Rescue Ready, Roadside, El Notorious Nugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, tutor, Trimming Tutorial, Dump T Dank, Jose Ramirez Perez, Doug O the Hut. 420 Buck, Chibo Man, GR420 Community Videos, Detroit River Rack, Garcia, Lewis Garcia, Michael P, AJ, Every Day. Oh, where did I leave off? Ch uh, Cheddar Bob 13. We can't leave out Cheddar Bob 13. Good morning, motherfucker. Sorry. Hopefully that didn't offend you, brother. Main, main 420 Medgore, Cookie Scoop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Travis Wells, Backwoods, All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Gadget Roach, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett Trims, Mr. Lincoln Sinkin, Angel Studios, MG 420, Grotep, Paul D. Ellis, John Fleming, Dinkovitz, Kimo S. Sky will be coming up soon. 
Driver Fire, Polity, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny, Organic, Sunman, Chiba Sunny, Jeff Bobbike, Ricardo Souza, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, Fuck All That Be, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lion, 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Greystone, Stone and Baker, MD, Sony Creek, Rock Sonic, Friends Dwellers, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man Herman Hess, Freebird, Old Mo Grower, Manny Guy, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coast, Chronic Steam Fed, Caballero, Harley Grower, Jen God, Jason Line 512, Steve Collins, Todd Kendricks, property name Nicks, Sharpie, The Island Hayes, Scuba Steve Speaks, GRE, Randy K, TCDR, Claire Killian, Wardrobe Barney, Randy Grande, Pip 1000, Ace Boom, 3223, Wake Up, Captain P, Buffer Smiles, 15 Digit, Michigan Ganja, Mutash, Red G, Super Bob, Groski, A Weekend at Bernie's, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Ivanic 31, Honesty, K Hall, Me All Flower, Brent Book, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KNT, Chris D, Truth Soon, Photons, Fold, Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Adrian, Soul, Home, Kevin Jujutsu, Can of Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Glad, Low Cut, Abbott, Trembly, Mo Manny, Men, Raz Benji, uh, Helen, Huge Anus. I'm not saying Helen has a huge genius. That's two different names. James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Garden, Big High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush Bro, Mother Tree, Bane, Red Pill, Yo Boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon Gibson, Ruhan, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, Once Smoke Away, The 840 Show, Red Pill Again, 710, Canvas Pursuit, K Rolly, K Rolly, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, Olin Flower Podcast, Blake, what's up, Buddha? Buddha Blake, where you been? Entourage Fan, Warren Nixon, Hank Lady Luck, Elmano 420, surrounded by Keith, Ferrari Farms, Fringe to Other, Single Flower, <laughs> Single Fathers, that is, sorry guys, Happiness Without Guilt, Brew City Synthetic, Wine Sustainable, Midnight Roots, Dead Cynic, Knuckles, Michael D, or is that Michael P? I think that's my eyes, Michael P. Uh, who are we? Polly, be quick, be nimble. Bud Kilowatts. Michael D4889. Is that one correct? Oh, Mitch Mitchell. Mitchell D4488. Sorry about that. Disbanded Brothers has been back. I killed. We've been missing you. Mycelium Matt Joseph. Green Machine RX. And last but not least. We just to us uh, love you, brother Brad. Thank you for holding it down in chat. Like you do dropping those links, like so many of you cool motherfuckers do. 420, 420. That means you as well. Thank all you guys for what you do. Tuning up every night, man. Those of you got the branches holding it down, keeping things good in chat, dropping the links, man. All you great folks that pop on, great folks to tune in. People that participate in the wormholes, future guests of all the above, the organics take over. Gosh, we can't get smiling, man. Smiling's key. Smiling's key to this adventure. I think. I know. Thank you all for hanging out, man. That's for real from the bottom of my heart. You guys know the deal. If this is the end of your day, please get some rest. If this is the beginning of your day, have an amazing day. And moreover, make sure you 
please, please do something nice for somebody. It's so easy to do. Little pick bumps go so long, man. So long and so far if you just try, man. It doesn't take much to look a cashier in the bad, having a bad day in the eyes. It's just, hello, you doing all right? You know, it does help people just snap out of that shittiness. Yeah. Sometimes we all need it. Like it or not, we all need it. So, thank you for tuning in. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Never gonna stop saying it. I've been picked up so many times when I've been squirreled out. I can't think of all the good people that help me out. All I can do is turn around. You guys have a good day. I love you guys. I'll see you tonight. I know who my guest is tonight. I'll have to look. I'll post it. Thank you guys for tuning in.